0: Run and Fez show starts. Come on. Now
1: How about it? It's the Ron and Fez show. Thursday, September 5th. Jane's Addiction is Artist of the Day, and that can only mean one thing. The NFL football season kicks off. Fuck yeah. Those two things go together. Uh, The excitement level is under the roof right now. I don't think it's... No, no, no. It's good to be under the roof. You, you got a roof for a reason. No, you don't want anything through the roof. Now, uh, tonight it all goes down. I'm throwing my initial bet out there. I've got the fu- I've got the Denver Broncos. I'm in the Eliminator pool. Denver Broncos right off.
2: Jump on the Colts bandwagon with me. They're playing the Raiders. Don't, don't jump.
1: They're fucking... I'm not waiting, dude. I'm not like one of these guys of, oh, the season's starting. I'm going <laughs> to wait like a pussy for this weekend. No. First day in... And in big Uh, Your playlist getting some response here Good Uh, Today is Freddie Mercury's birthday Way to go, Hicks, you silly hipster Uh, Excellent choice And then this How the fuck did it take this long? And then uh, Sauce Boss says Spoiler alert His addiction is cum Which uh, It's like a homophobic thing, I believe (laughs) I believe that's somewhat of a homophobic thing uh, Steven, uh, Tampa loves it, but loves porno for pyros even more. I'm with you with Pets, and then I get lost, and I don't know where we're going from that point on. Pets is the shit. Excitement level uh, is happening today. Pro football finally here, which means you can say to your chick, Sorry, I can't. I can't do it. I got football. I can't. I've got it's Sunday. Red zone. <laughs> I want to go see your mom, but she doesn't have red zone. I have red zone. The
2: package is here.
1: Make sure you get in on the Eliminator bet. It's the last day and we've been going crazy promoting this all week. Eliminator pull, regular pull, go over to the I bang, set up. I'm pushing in tonight. Anyone who doesn't is a pussy. Why you, if you think I'm wrong, why don't you jump in and take the Ravens, Chris? D- oh my god. Ravens are there for you, they're the returning champions. They have no defense their defense left. That's why I'm taking the Broncos. <laughs> That's the exact reason that I'm in. I'm with you. The
3: horses are taking this one.
1: Alright, so you're betting? You're in on the eliminator? Eliminator. Broncos. Uh tonight. Fez has already given out his eliminator. He's against RG3. I think it's a solid bet. I think RG3's leg snaps and like a fucking breadstick. And that ends that career, and it was great. It's <laughs> a was
2: special, destroying the fucking knee. <laughs>
1: uh, but what are you going to do? That's, that's the way you play the game. It's a rough and tumble world. I see a lot of people, you know, when I turn on the ESPN, I say 49ers against Broncos in Super Bowl. We all fucking feel like we can bet off of last year. Mm-hmm. You can't. It's a new season. Anything can happen. There's people in San Diego today that are like, this is our year. I feel it. There's people in fucking Kansas City doing the Andy Reid dance. Everybody feels optimistic.
2: Kansas City, I think, has a hell of a lot better hope than San Diego.
1: Jacksonville fans are just fucking (laughs) sitting there, break dancing, feeling good about themselves. That's the thrill of today. You don't know the truth yet. Your dreams are as valid as reality. (laughs) That's the beautiful thing. The start of the
2: NFL season is so fucked up. It last like four seasons in a row. It's just whoever... The, the, last, the team that get hot in the last three weeks. Fucking Super Bowl
1: winner. I've got a new rule that I want to make for the men of America. Do not wear a jersey if you are older than the person who wears that jersey. Then it becomes twink gay. So if you're an older gentleman... Chris Stanley now finds himself in the dirty 30s. Yeah. Then I feel, and you have this need to wear a jersey like an 8-year-old kid. Well, it's the start of the fucking NFL season, man. You have to wear a classic jersey then. Then you have to wear, if you're sitting around and you're 50, put on a Joe Namath jersey. <laughs> Maybe you can even get yourself into a Joe Montana. But you can't sit around and wear a Kaepernick jersey because <laughs> then you look like a pedophile. Right?
3: I saw a fantasy football draft, like a massive one, going on here a few days ago, and half the guys are wearing jerseys. Oh,
1: you're really gay if you're wearing sick. a jersey to a draft.
2: <laughs> Look, he's singing. They're sitting in front of laptops, looking at fucking stat lines. They just, I also it's think it's
1: really embarrassing to wear a jersey to uh, a bar. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going. I, I, I first of all, I despise wearing it to the stadium because there's people there who wear it, but wearing it to a bar means you're a child.
2: The fucking worst is on um, when they had the draft. And all around this neighborhood, people are just decked out. Everyone is in a fucking jersey. It's nuts.
1: What, now when did we do the draft this year? When did that happen? Was it June? April. April. Yeah. They're moving it to May now. The, the, they're moving it to May. And they made a very big deal about that on ESPN, as if it mattered. Crazy. I'm like, let's just make it through this season.
2: No, we have, we're have. we looking towards this next draft class. Hopefully some good QBs.
1: I want you, if you're going to wear one jersey this year, it's got to be clowny. That's the only <laughs> jersey I'm going to permit you to wear. Um, But the excitement level for everybody out there, because you still believe. If you're in Philadelphia, you can start and think to yourself, this new offense is going to knock the NFL on its ass.
2: He, plays more, he gets more plays off than anyone ever in the history of football.
1: Everybody probably feels optimistic, except for if you live in Baltimore, because then you think to yourself, oh, we got it last year. Ah, you know what? I don't even give a shit.
2: Oh, after the Giants won that uh, last time, I thought, all right, two times in a row. This is totally possible. It's a very difficult thing to do two <laughs> times in a row. <laughs> very difficult thing to do because most of the team, most of that team had come back in the st- after the second fucking Patriots win
1: and even if you do it doesn't matter yeah, you're fucking- winning games in the playoffs by 2 points 3 points you know they really comes down to a play there is a certain amount of luck mixed in with the skill and preparation so you're asking for that lucky break it's an S on there it's plural oh. for you to catch this to happen again, it just the 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 league is not set up for anybody to repeat. They don't want you to repeat. Not just
3: repeat, but even make it to the playoffs. Like the Giants won, didn't even make it to the playoffs next year. I do not. I think the Steelers they didn't make it a couple years ago after they won again. That's the purpose
1: of the league. Yeah, so you resign up. your quarterback, so you have to get rid of your defense. <laughs> those guys that those fucking guys that left. Baltimore would have rather stayed, but the league sets it up so they cannot stay. Uh, here's a guy who really must be so excited about the season starting. The blowhard, the Brooklyn blowhard.
4: There is no joy in Jetville this season. I am just so so down, miserable about my football team. I love the game of football. Sundays, it's always like Christmas. It's incredible.
1: Every Sunday feels like Christmas to you.
4: When it's football season, it's incredible. But this season, I look at the coach that we have, and I used to love the guy because I guess I loved him because we were winning. Yeah, uh, that's
1: why you there. love people. <laughs> you <can accept laughs> you tend, yeah, you tend to love people why uh, because they win. They're
4: yeah, batshit crazy, but you still love them. But now it's like whenever you see Rex Ryan at a press conference, it's like he's a it's like a POW video. It's just like he's well, under pressure from the new GM,
1: and and not only that, but the uh, the reporters get bored with his act too. So the same people that were writing he's exciting now are like, oh, he thinks he's bigger than the game, and it it just starts to eat itself.
4: And you know, over the years since I've known you guys, whenever like the Jets would play like uh, Tampa Bay or something, me and Fezzi would do a wacky bet. But this shit is just no juice to it. It's just, I mean, if we get three or four wins I'll be thrilled but I just think that what's gonna we, we need a regime change I think they are gonna have to just get rid of Rex and all the coaches and since 1969 we're going to be rebuilding again and it's just I just have no interest and even tonight's game normally I'd be excited but I'm just thinking my team is never there
1: and all right, I, I blow her turn me around this sucks the the fact that <laughs> no, the no. season is starting sucks now, you're a Eagles fan.
4: I mean do you have a lot of hope actually I mean I, well, I've never um, had
1: hope I've never had a team that my team has never won the Super Bowl.
4: Is that just a Philadelphia thing that you guys are just conditioned to like? What are you going to do? You
1: believe, and I mean, there was a, that. There was a, that team had a shot for like 15 years. They had a nice long run. That their fucking winning percentages was probably as good as any organization. But it comes down to a couple of plays, and you don't get in at the end. And of the, the year. problem
4: is, a lot of people like to jump to a new team. No. And everybody's telling me, oh, man, you know, you love the Jets. They break your heart every season. In all the years I've been following sports, I just can't get rid of my teams. Uh, My hockey team has been shitty. My basketball team, the Knicks, haven't won since 73. I just can't jump to another team. Some people can do it so
1: easily. But but can you, like, like, for fun, just follow the Niners this year just to see whether or not they can get over that next step?
4: Me. It's like, you know, and I would be so embarrassed if I went out now and said to somebody, "Yeah, you know, I'm a minor fan." Or, "Hey, I mean,"
1: but I'm you can follow America them without the only... saying that you're a fan. You
4: know, it's funny. The only other Jet fan like me who likes the Yankees is a Black Earl. I can't think of anybody else who likes that weird. That's why
1: I think you two are both single. You ought to get married.
4: You know what? It might nice happen.
1: So. Yeah. Good.
4: But again, I I just don't see much promise. College football doesn't really exist in New York City. Uh, it's on television. Like you, you can
1: watch it. You don't need to live in Athens. You can fucking just watch it on T V. Oh, no, I do. I, I love college ball, but it's just the
4: Jets, I mean, you think in the off season they would have learned their lesson. The owner is a brilliant businessman. Why can't he do the same with his football team? He could sell Q-tips and, uh, and Tylenol.
1: Maybe he got lucky because he came into that family. It was doesn't. already fucking set up. Uh, Chris Stanley probably couldn't ruin the fucking Johnson & Johnson, you know, Johnson brand. That
2: guy knows I'd try. You
4: know, and then, you know, Pepper Hicks, don't even talk sports because you're
2: just... Oh, you're true. Just, you're just, all right, that's true. Here's the part of the fucking blowhard call where he attacks me so no, I can yell back, just, back at him.
1: All right, don't pull the curtain back. Don't pull going, the curtain back. Going, back. Let it out there. The Let people Get enjoy the... All right, blowhard. And the, and Ronnie,
4: I just wish you and the Eagles luck. And you know what? By the end of the football season, I'm just going to I mean, I'm just following the Yankees right now. We're only a couple of games uh, you This
1: call has depressed me. I'm going to let you go, blowhard. I came in here all ex- excited, saying it's a, it's a time of dreams, of time of excitement. And now I'm depressed from that's, blowhard. That's what the blowhard does. And yeah. the fact that you wouldn't dance with him, Chris, that you actually, it was like going to a, a theater show and seeing the actor yell out at the audience, we don't really hate each other. We had lunch before this. Don't believe the things that he's saying. There's not water in these glasses, people. <laughs> uh, we're just pretending we're drinking. Kevin, you're on the uh, Rana Fez show. Hey, buddy. Hey.
5: Hey, being born and raised in Houston, Houston is a town where every year it doesn't matter whether it's football, baseball, with the exception of basketball when the Rockets won it back in the early 90s, but every year is a letdown for us. We're all excited. We, we hope for the best. And then, you know, the past couple of seasons with the Texans, you know, making it to the playoffs, I mean, it's, it's energized the city. I mean, I'm traveling this weekend to go watch the, the opening game but every season it's a letdown for us. But we're just used to it now.
1: Why can't you believe you got some great players? It can happen. You know, uh, this thing, you act like it should be a slam dunk. It isn't. It isn't a slam dunk for anyone. If you go back and look at the games that, let's say, the Super Bowl of New England uh, won, there were plenty of times they couldn't have made the playoffs. They could have lost the playoffs. They could have lost the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl that they did Fucking lose with that undefeated team. They could have easily won. This is the way the game is. It's not set in stone. This is this is why this whole thing of this fandom means that it has to happen or else I'm depressed. It's a fucking strange year when you finally get a team that's won. When you finally get it. You guys are sitting around looking at it like, oh... It should happen every year, and I'm so (laughs) pissed off when it doesn't happen. You get caught up. Uh, And you know enough, you and Blowhard have uh, run fantasy teams into Mm. the fucking dirt. So why would you sit around and be (laughs) screaming about what a bum these other people are (laughs) who do it for real? Um,
0: And if you join the pools on the Bang, everyone can still win, even if your team is having a shitty season there's still a chance to pick up the Adrian Peterson ball in the Eliminator pool and the Ray Rice sign ball from the Pick'em.
1: Let's be honest. That's a long shot, too. That's part of the fun of, of being in or something like that. That's a long shot. You can sit around and, you know, when you look at games on Monday and you're like, oh, fuck, I should have known. I should have picked it. So done, I, I can't believe I didn't pick that. And yet, uh, Saturday, it's a fucking tough thing to pull off. Uh, Snowy, you're on the Run and Face show.
5: How you guys doing? Yeah. I don't want to hear anybody talking about being a long-suffering sports fan, unless you're a Cubs fan. I'm a Detroit Lions fan. My team hasn't even been to a fucking Super Bowl yet, and they're not even an expansion team.
1: <laughs> one of the great Uh-oh. old teams of the NFL, the Detroit about, Lions.
5: Talk about being let down. My team has won one playoff game in, what, 20 years, 30 years?
1: <laughs> yeah, you got a lot more problems than that in Detroit. That's the fucking weird thing. It's a ghost. That's town. the last of your problems. The Boston <laughs> mayor just said they ought to blow it up. Detroit. Blow up that city. Detroit looks like Thunderdome. Um here's uh Bob in Atlanta. You're on the Run and show.
5: Hey Ronnie, how you doing? Good. I got it I got it pretty good. I'm um I'm a Bears fan, born and raised in Chicago, but I now live in Atlanta and I get to watch the Falcons.
1: And you're only saying that because you don't live and die with the Falcons, or else last year would have been crushing. No one's bringing them up this year. They could have easily run the table. Yeah, you're right. uh, They were the best first-half team I might have ever seen in my life. Matt Ryan was fucking throwing it up. And yet, they didn't make it. And no one's discussing them. No one's thinking, hey, they came so close last year, I'll pick them this year. Because we don't believe unless we've already seen it. And that's the only reason that anyone's sitting around talking about Baltimore at all. They weren't last year. Nobody that you ran into about halfway through the season. I said, look, I've been watching Ravens games, and I think they're strong. And uh, I know Bark was in here, and all you guys laughed it off. And then later, you're like, you're a genius. I go, I'm not a fucking genius. I just told you I was watching the games. They're a much better fucking team than the record. Then I also said this when you were crazy about the Falcons. Hey, I've been watching the Falcons. I don't think they got the fucking heart to win. They come down to the last play. every. They fucking keep giving away victories. They're squeaking out wins that should have been rumps. But most people don't really watch the game. They just repeat something that they heard on one of the fucking talking head shows. Um, here's Kevin. Kevin, you're on the Manifest show.
5: Hey, Ronnie, I'm calling because everyone's calling talking about being tortured sports fans. I grew up in Cleveland. Not only has my team not been to a Super Bowl, we had to watch our original team win, too.
1: It is true. That's got to be just horrific because that is the fucking Browns. That's the actual Browns are in Baltimore. By the way, I just want to thank Blowhard and Chris Stanley for turning my optimistic, excited about a new season into grinding, bitching, complaining. You guys act like it's week fucking 12 and you're out of this thing.
2: Eli's still healthy. I got hope.
1: I went and actually threw a lot of this because of uh, what Shelby did to Big J yesterday. I actually had to talk to a friend of Big J's last night about how depressed he was about Shelby not putting him on the bust out list. What the fuck?
2: It it crushed him?
1: Well, You saw Jay got crushed because... uh, it got weird in here yesterday, and he I, turned I all caught sad. His, I caught his that face was the first times. time that I ever thought because if you would ask me all this time, I was like always th- thinking, "Oh, Jay's, you know he can roll with anything." He looked impressed in here because madness was taking place. <laughs> now, when madness comes in, you can enjoy it. You don't have to fucking feel bad about it. No. But I guess that the Shelby list—it was the Shelby. I mean, was, was he? Going. If you would have made that list a hundred, would he have been on it? I could have tried to squeak him in there. Why are you being a prick now? Seriously. Names. Come on, man.
3: I didn't leave here feeling good about myself.
1: Man. Why didn't you talk to him and tell him what your criteria was? You just fucking made a face at him like, oh, God. And then you made him feel. He was very depressed. Jay was very depressed yesterday. Um, Thanks, Shelby. Here is uh, Kyle in Boston. You're on the run of show.
5: Everybody's all these guys calling in complaining about, you know, how hard it's to be a fan of these teams that haven't won and all that. I mean, look at us New England fans. We just won so many championships that I mean, poor us, anytime we don't win, it's a letdown.
1: Well, you also had the most embarrassing loss, I think, in the history of pro football. I can't I think it's easier to have a shitty team than have a team go undefeated, be set up for the biggest win in pro football history. Immortality. Where not only is you going to be called the best team of all time, your quarterback is going to be called the best quarterback of all time, and you lose to an inferior team. That kind of defeat, I think, is the stuff that keeps you up at night. Where I think if the, if you're in Cleveland, you're used to the fact that sometimes it rains shit. Sometimes.
3: Tom Brady's waking up in the middle of the night with his hands around Giselle's neck yelling,
1: yelling like she's Eli. I'm sure that there are times where, like, he'll be with his kids at the beach, <laughs> and then just this fucking feeling <laughs> hits him. No. Just horrific. But it all comes down to how do you fucking handle it? How do you handle the big stress? Yeah, he, That's he- how we are judged in this world.
2: Brady uh, just said recently that's the biggest regret of his like life losing that perfect season. Of course it is. It's like uh, nothing. I mean, and what really could be worse than that?
1: No, I, I, it, That is the opportunity that you end up just talking about that for the rest, every day for the rest of your life. You're done. That's the other thing about sport. Something good can happen to you. And you end up talking about it every day for the rest of your life. For whatever reason, we try to make the catch the most important fucking catch. Yeah. That guy spends every day, people stop and, you know that catch? And he's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's crazy, right? <laughs> 30 years ago, I just jumped and <laughs> caught it. But a miss can be the same way. You know what I mean? That Buckner fucking move can also haunt you and follow you forever. Um, ben, you're on the Renifed Show.
5: Ron, it's a... Uh- Hey, I was just looking at this side of the coin. I've been a Saints fan for, I guess, 34, 35 years now, and it was a pile polish being a Saints fan for a long fucking time. Then they finally, when they finally put that ring on, they finally, Tracy Porter returned Peyton Manning's uh, bullshit pass and uh, pretty much sealed the game. I don't know, and it, it was a really good feeling. It was elation almost. It was, now, uh,
1: does it, it bother you that it hasn't happened, happened since and that the team – you know, you're just watching it slip away now? Or just the fact that you got there once, is that enough?
5: Uh, it's a good start, honestly. I, I've been expecting a... Uh, I'm, I'm looking at a 16-0 and 0 season coming up, so... You it know. it
1: so should happen. I mean, this we're should be... This should be the year that the Saints run the table.
2: Well, Breeze will throw for 8,000 yards easily.
1: But isn't there a lot to be said for that, that instead of your team always being good, you go through all this shit and then you have your miracle year, let's face it, the Red Sox will never get another World Series win that will taste anywhere as sweet as what happened that first year. The only team that's going to experience that now is when the Chicago Cubs win it. Now, it won't be in your lifetime or your children's lifetime, but at some point, it will happen.
2: Some post-apocalyptic baseball league.
1: Yeah, where it's robots (laughs) playing against aliens.
3: They'll knock down Wrigley, build another one, knock that down, and then the next one they might
1: they might win in that one. Here's Cody. You're on the Renfro Show.
5: Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. Everybody's calling up, complaining about how crappy their teams are, but you know it's the start of the season. I'm feeling the opposite. The Texans. They got J.J. Watt. We got Cushing back. We got old man Ed Reed. We're gonna dominate going to be awesome. We're going
1: to the Super Bowl. You should have last year. If you can keep some fucking QBs fucking healthy and throwing the ball. You should have. You should have. Them's the breaks. Could happen for them this year, though. No one's picking them, but there's a lot of fucking firepower on that team. I think the uh, Seahawks are the fucking, that's the hot pick. That's a lot. Most people are fucking. Most people are picking Niners over the Seahawks. The the the, the, the I, anything that I watch people are like it's the Niners it's the Niners they didn't lose anything it's <laughs> still fucking, back there
2: yeah, they're, wide, they're number one wide receivers that they fucking lost
1: <laughs> Kaepernick doesn't even throw the ball half the time they were building a nice rapport there towards the end Kaepernick's gonna run the fucking ball 23, 25 times the fucking game it's just permanent wildcat I don't know why Bark isn't here for this talk you'd think he would be Ah, oh, the excitement level. It's on tonight. Yeah. You can finally watch a real game tonight. It's going to feel good. Um, here's uh, David in State College.
5: Hey, buddies. I'm a lifelong Cleveland Browns fan, and it's a great thing. I got no stress. I got no hope. It's going to be a chill, relaxing football season. I'm not going to be all worked up every week. Just going to be relaxing. We have no chance. So that's how I look at it.
1: You'll just be sitting there, but every once in a while you think be thinking, fuck. We should have got in with Kozar. That was really our time. <laughs> <laughs> that was really our time.
2: Hey, they got fucking North Turner, offensive coordinator. Things are going to turn around.
1: Yeah, he's had so much success. <laughs> he's had so much success. Justin, in Tampa Bay.
5: I don't know why we're uh, so, you know, mesmerized by the NFL season when, you know, we've got the Clemson Tigers out there. That's what we should be talking about.
1: You're excited about college, huh?
5: I love college football, man, but it's the it's South thing. I didn't grow up with an NFL team. I grew up in Charleston, South Carolina. Am I going to cheer for the Panthers? No.
1: I think you should. Come on, I man. think the Panthers should be your team. I don't know. The, the college football thing, when since they only, no matter what fucking team you root for, there's only a couple of games a year that matter. Of course, those games matter so much that they're almost like a playoff game that if you lose the fourth game, game of the season, you can pretty much say goodbye to the rest of the season. It's,
2: it's fucking, it's an, arbitra- it's an arbitrary league. It, 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 the fucking guy's just making up these fucking rankings. It's bullshit.
1: Well, at the end of the year, you normally have two teams that are undefeated, or one team with one loss. Those rankings don't mean anything until the end of the year. It just really doesn't matter until you get to that point where you're saying, okay, now it's time for the bowl game. But do you really sit around and care if your team went from fifteenth to twelfth? <laughs> and I love the fact that you're you're like, hey, we beat uh, two top twenty teams. Well, what would that mean in the NFL? Of course, that's the most ridiculous thing we be- in the world.
2: You belong in the conversation.
1: It, w- when you're only talking about you beat two tw- top twenty teams, it goes to show you you're spending like eight games a year that don't matter. <laughs>
2: Maybe we should just fucking knock down the amount of schools that are allowed football teams. Maybe that should just be fucking it.
1: Because the, for some reason, they don't care one way or another. They're showing up. And that's why they get on to like the SCC championship. No one really cares about that. You know, like that's just a playoff game. Do you really care that you won that title, but then you didn't go on and win the national championship? No, it's not going to make you feel better about yourself. Um, and Clemson's not going to be there at the end of the year. Here's Vince in Delaware.
5: Hey, how you doing, Ryan? Hey. Hey, I just wanted to say, I look at the NFL season, it's probably a lot like having sex with Pepper. Mm-hmm. You know, all these girls are thinking that, you know, he's a funny guy, you mm-hmm. know, he's popular on the radio, you no. know, he likes to party. No. You know, he's called a centaur. So he's probably hung like a horse. Yeah. But then after they get down to it, they're like, oh, there's a reason why they call him Pepper.
1: You know what, this is the best metaphor I've ever heard in my life. That is true. I
2: don't think it was long enough.
1: That's really fucking true.
2: Disappointing shit. Poor girl. You're fucking disappointing, you dumb motherfucker.
1: Why are you being upset?
2: Because the guy just calls and attacks me for no fucking reason. It really
1: was an attack. He was funning with you. He was just (laughs) yanking on your pigtail a little bit. Just joshing. Joshing is exactly what he was doing. That's what my dad fucking would say. You know what? If you want, Pep, because you don't have enough nicknames, (laughs) we can start and call you Josh. A way to get you used to it.
2: (laughs) Maybe if I prefer J-Dog.
1: Let's go over here to uh, Drew. Drew, you're on the Run Fest Show.
5: What's up, Ronnie? Yeah. Hey, listen, man. I I am a big believer in college football. I think that this year's NFL season is probably going to be the worst in a while because of the draft class. Uh, I grew up a New England fan, and I and I, I still have to say that they're a dynasty, even though they did have the most embarrassing loss ever. But I wanted to call back, and I wanted to point out that guy that was talking about the Clemson Tigers. Uh, they're the cream of another crappy conference, also known as the ATC, and they've never beaten their in-state rival. It's pretty sad. At least, at least not the Heisman candidate. So, um, I just wanted to throw it out there, man. I think the SEC pride over the school pride is. Something that needs to be talked about and brought up. Why? Right, it's awesome.
1: talked about on every show every day of the year. Everyone talks about that fucking league. That This guy's fucking. They good. are covered. The, the, the people have praised that league to high heaven, and yes, they are the pinnacle of whatever this shitty event called college football is.
2: This guy's going to judge the NFL season because of a weak fucking goddamn draft class. That's crazy talk. Every It was a fucking fine season last season. All those guys are just a fucking year older. Everyone's still fucking here. That guy's smoking fucking PCP.
1: Some people just prefer college football because they like to have most of their games 45 to 17.
3: You know, That's fun for yeah. them. <laughs> you know who's going to win when you play in Norfolk State. You, well, you yeah, got I mean. Like three games that matter.
1: You know, Jerry Barker was saying, we're going to kick the Temple's ass. What? I, I, it would be fucking more exciting to see the Irish try to walk to Temple through that fucking city and see if they could make it. That's the real tough thing to pull off. But yeah, there's plenty of uh, games in college football that don't mean shit.
3: The vast majority of them, probably. I mean, you have like a small, like a team that doesn't do amazing in the top 25 are the teams you probably want to root for because each game isn't going to be a blowout Why don't
1: we look it up and find out here i'll have you do that uh tom you're on the run fed show
5: yeah, I love you guys. Yeah, you i know, driving crazy. Especially that fucking Pepper Hicks. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. No, he he what the fuck, fuck. the fuck do Josh, I know? He's talking Josh, about? Josh.
2: Shut your mouth. You shut your fucking mouth, fuckface. Uh, All
1: right, come on. We're not going to be gotta, able to do a show like this. We're
2: not it, if it, everyone calls on fucking attacking me for no uh, reason. Uh, you
1: yeah. see Fez getting it, upset.
2: Fuck.
5: It, gets, it, it drives you crazy when everybody tries to compare NFL and college. Two different things. The only thing they have in common is they play football. <sighs> Other than that, the college football has. Been around much longer, has larger, nicer stadiums, much more tradition, bigger rivalry. Me that means, no, not every weekend, every fucking game's got to mean something. You think
1: we're fucking Cleveland plays? Follow flag play football, football, then, if That's every game doesn't anything.
2: need to mean something.
1: Shut up! It does mean something to them.
2: Great. Congratulations. You follow a college
1: But team. seriously, if you're sitting around and having your life matter what some teenage boys are doing, that's uh, that guy
2: lives his life by.
1: And by the way, all you got to do is read Barker's uh, book, and it's borderline abuse what they do to those kids. <laughs> when I fucking uh, read what they go through and how they're making those kids throw up and all this, and it's for no money, you know, and they, they fucking have to get up early before, before everyone else is in school and run till they puke, I'm like, I don't know if I'd let my kid do that.
2: I say, uh,
1: I don't think this fucking makes sense anymore. Just so some fucking guy can become a millionaire. And
2: there's a probably what, a 60% chance you'll not even you'll fucking blow something out then to the rest of your life you're fucked in some sense of something. Your body's just messed up.
1: Uh, you 60% is just so, yeah, it's a strange number. <laughs> Came out of nowhere. I'm sure it's high. <laughs> I, I'm sure you're not looking at a lot of crippled people because they played college football. Uh, um, so I don't know where you got that 60% from, but, you know, Josh is Josh. I prefer J-Dog. josh i <laughs> I'm going to talk to somebody who can finally brighten me up, Janice.
5: Oh, hi. How are you? Hi, sweetie. Um, You know, it's funny. First of all, in 24 years of having the Bears tickets, we never wore jerseys to the game.
1: <laughs> Why could you? And it-
5: also... We don't do the fucking wave in Chicago. <laughs> Nothing know. was worse than preseason and the tickets on. I don't know. Let's try to do this. What doing is the worse? Wave.
1: Doing like, the wave or showing up with a sign? Oh,
5: God. <laughs> Sit the <my> fuck down.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> but I was calling because... Oh, and I also... It was cool. My cousin's kids were uh, playing football when Randall L.
6: Mm-hmm. was
5: quarterbacking in high school. So I got to see him a lot. In fact... His coach was my cousin's friend, and he told us, watch that kid, he's going to go pro. And
7: then it was cool in the Super Bowl when he threw a pass. Like,
1: yeah. It's <laughs> always funny when there's that one kid who's just so dominating in football that it's almost embarrassing that he's even still there. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, oh, he got seven TDs last week. <laughs> Once he wants to get eight this week.
5: <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually called because I wondered if anyone knows... My favorite guys from the NFL Network were Lincoln Kennedy and Rod Woodson, and I just wondered if anyone knew what happened to them.
1: Chris Stanley, or Chris Josh Stanley, the (laughs) J-Dog is on on it right now. There are so many talking head shows now between the Foxes, the ESPNs, the NFLs, the locals...
5: And I feel
1: like such a jerk, but there's so many women—pretty women. <laughs> like, Pretty women. You just really never see a big bruiser wo- woman. You know, I got to tell you, this year <laughs> looks really strong. <laughs> what that reminds me—whatever happened to the sports babe? I
0: think she finally retired to the uh, like St. Pete Beach in Florida.
1: Yeah, but you don't really retire in radio. You can keep doing it forever, but she was really one of the first really big sports radio broadcasts when no one was doing it.
2: They're working for Fox Sports Radio.
1: All right, see that's what, what happens. Really, radio? Yeah, there's so many, and they're probably being paid more working for Fox Sports Radio than the NFL Network. And
2: yeah, the, they looks were like they're my calling um, Oakland Raiders radio. They're probably the Oakland Raiders radio broadcast team.
1: There's just tons of sports jobs now. That's what I was trying to tell Ba, that if you really want to get into broadcasting, there are so many more sports jobs than anywhere else. Now, uh, I don't want you to feel bad about that, Shelby. I'm sure there's still plenty of jobs for snarky little pricks that make people feel bad about themselves. <laughs> e, entertainment television. Get my
3: TMZ on, drinking out of a straw, throwing stuff It can by. happen.
1: Gotta believe. You gotta have dreams. Look at Josh. He's turned away, being angry and screaming at listeners. Well,
2: look, I don't want to scream at them, but they come in and attack me out of nowhere. So I'm gonna defend
1: myself no matter what. Uh, here's our old buddy, the Scrambler, in Chicago. You're
5: know, like, uh, what about the D in the fence, Ronnie?
1: You know, that is great when you have a giant D and then your friend has a fence. And what's funny is that fucking TV is still on those guys every single week. Like, even the TV doesn't go, this is hacking stupid.
2: Oh, they're looking for him. It's a go to for him. I yeah. guess when they're putting together a quick little packages, like, all right, this is going to be great going into break. Show this fucking D. Uh, we're
1: having some uh, trouble keeping the excitement going. <laughs> Show the guy with the D in the fence out there. <laughs>
5: I wanted to bring up the strength of schedule, that that even needs to be like a stat, but there was one sign last week that I need to bring up at that Clemson at the game day, which they showed it on ESPN for like 11 hours before they finally have a kickoff, but They were panning through, and there was just a guy holding up a giant sign that said, Leave Miley alone, and that made me almost die. That's the fucking best thing I've ever
1: heard in my life. I think that has no
5: business is my favorite. I
1: think that should be the new thing, to show up a sign that says, Why would we bomb Syria? Just fucking (laughs) hold it up in the end zone. I think we need to bring John 316 back. See, that there's so many things to pick out of the Bible. I don't know why you just did one. Well, right now, well.
0: Broncos fans are trying to figure out how to work Broncos into the initials NBC so they can work that into their poster and get on television tonight.
5: Um, oh, that's a horrible one, Fezzy, the, the acronym for the thing. and, and the, Yeah, the, and the
1: yeah time, it always oh, works. Oh. It will always get you in.
5: And when it's not even the first letter of all the words... Well, you you can't with Fox. (laughs) How many times are
1: you going to put X-ray? All right, thanks, (laughs) Scrambler. Watch out for deer ticks. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Dutch, you're on the Ron and Fez Show.
5: Hey, buddies, How's everybody? Good. Hey, when you talk about some of the abuse you take in college sports, I mean it's going to sound ridiculous. I I was on the rowing team at my university... I was the shortest and fattest guy on the team. We had practice from 5 to 8 in the morning and 3 to 6 in the afternoon every day, six hours a day, right? We had to run five miles just to get to the lake to row on, and when it got cold in October, you had to start breaking through the ice to put the boat in the water. And every practice, you rowed until you threw up.
1: How did you stay fat?
5: I like eating. I can't help it. Okay, so
1: you found a way around it. That's that's the beauty of it. You found a way around it.
5: There's enough six foot four guys on the boat who weigh 180 pounds. You leave on one guy coming in at 5'9, you know, 195, who still likes to eat his beer, eat pizza, drink beer in college or whatever. It's fine. It all bounces out.
1: That's the beauty of it. There's always a bounce to life. Now, Hicks, do you know the love sign down the street that uh, people will pose in front of every day?
2: Yeah, that piece of art or whatever. So
1: I'm walking home, and I'm going past that, and there's these uh, young people. uh, Yeah, there it is. There's the... I don't understand why that's popular with people. See, we went to New York. We saw them. the weird thing is that love thing is in Philly, <laughs> Chicago. I think there's even one in Akron. Uh, they're everywhere. I'm, there's seven of them, uh, young frat-looking guys, and young blonde girls that were with them, all doing a. Holding the money like Janet football. So that Jesus has become Christ. the new thing <laughs> to act like I got, got it. that bro. It's
2: making that rain. Oh my God.
1: I just wanted to go over and smack them I go, you understand that you're standing in front of love and then you're pointing towards greed.
2: Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> what they love. That
1: money. Uh, Paul in Austin, you're on the Run a Fest show.
5: Yeah, guys, I'm trying to find out why it's so uh, socially acceptable to be a uh, college fan, whereas if you go back and the same person was acting like a high school fanatic, they'd be discouraged the of society.
1: Now, the interesting thing is, at least in high school, those are kids from your neighborhood that not, yeah. haven't been found somewhere else no. and moved across the country where we have all these black kids fight, uh, playing as the Fighting Irish. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like at least with high school sports, you're like those kids were born here. That's the purest thing that we can ever have is the guys in my neighborhood will play the guys in your neighborhood and we're going to settle this thing. By the time you get on to Cleveland versus Philadelphia, that's just fans who were born in that area, not players who were born in that area. It's
2: fucking weird.
1: It's very strange.
2: And it's all hired guns, and that's, that's everybody's how it, a hired gun. And it, it, that's how it's set up to be. That's what it is. It's just fucking get the fucking best guy possible, however you can. Who cares? You know if they have any loyalty, as long as they sign the contract. They if
1: not, play. probably Dallas would never lose <laughs> a pro game. Uh, that um, thing went out uh, that showed where the most college football fans live, and I was a. Surprised in Florida that it looks like the Gators have more fans in FSU's area than anywhere else. That F, uh, FSU doesn't even have fans if you were going to go by this fucking map.
2: It was there's just one tiny, tiny. That's spe- Tallahassee
1: <laughs> that you see there. But if you looked at that, there's no Canes fans either. Now I live down there, and I, I, I would assume there were more Gator fans. But there's still plenty of fucking fans for those other teams. The weird thing is, if you look at that map, look how many Gator fans are in the Northeast.
2: Yeah, they, they actually, that's the Northeast fucking team.
1: It's Gators. Well, probably because they've just always gotten those local games, since there's no real Northeast football team. Don't anyone bring up Boston College, please. But- Don't even waste our time with that. BC. No one gives a shit about that squad. Oregon just
2: is just dominating the Pacific Northwest. I mean, in the, most of California, you would think they get more fucking like UCLA fans or something, but just Oregon just takes out three quarters of California. Well, you wouldn't think Oregon
0: would invade Washington State so much either, when they have their own teams.
1: I don't believe this map. That's why I'm saying your your initial thing of you wouldn't think. I don't think. I don't <laughs> believe this fucking map. That map cannot be correct.
2: And Notre Dame seems
1: underrepresented too. Well, I think Notre Dame is probably the number two team in almost every state. Mm. That's what they are. They're everywhere, but not any one region. Like, I don't even think the people in Indiana feel any closer to Notre Dame than Catholic people living in fucking Boston. They just, you know, just Catholic people watch them. Um,. Here's uh, Kevin. You're on the run of Fez show.
5: Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, Ronnie. You just mentioned how high school football is still pure. Uh, there's a high school here in South Carolina where people move there to that town so their kids can play on this giant nationally ranked high school team.
1: So. Yeah, but you know that's not normal. I mean, there's probably 12 to 20 schools in the country that do that. Oh yeah. But yeah. most fucking towns just care about beating the, the next town over. They don't. They're not. Out to see their team become ranked nationally. When, was, when it really comes down to it, you just want to beat that one fucking town that you've always hated. When I lived in St. Louis,
3: we bust the city kids in to our school, so we had a pretty decent football team. Game. I know what
1: you're saying when you say city kids. I, I know it. you do. <laughs> I get it. Oh, that's so. a code word. Yeah.
3: Now, did you only bring them in for that purpose? I am I don't even think they do. I think they stopped recently, but
1: they... See, there's a big difference they, between, okay, you know, you also pick up kids from that area, till, uh that weirdness of, hey, there's some kid who plays really great in East St. Louis, and we're going to move him in with a family in Tennessee so he can play at our high school. The That's where it's really embarrassing.
2: And they have no shame about it. It's like they, all, everyone else thinks this is a great thing.
1: Did you just call it The Blind Side? That's a Blind Side. The fucking though. movie is so good. Right? When you find out that that kid not only never had a bedroom, mm. but he never even had a bet. He never wow. even slept in a bed all these
2: years. Thank God for that family for getting him out of that Thank situation. God for all white families. <laughs> yeah. Every white family does such great stuff. Every white family it so I guess, a bunch of Taco
1: Bells. That is my son. That... Huge millionaires that I brought in. <laughs> Son is another word for property. <laughs> and then the other part of it is that not only did they bring them into that high school to play, then they moved them into their alma mater uh, yeah. in college.
2: No one fucking looked fucking <laughs> twice at this fucking situation. Come
1: on. It just he just wanted to. No he did. You're he fucking... loved us so much. You brainwashed
2: him, Sandra <laughs> Bullock. Jesus Christ.
1: Uh Spencer, Seattle.
2: Hey
5: guys, that map that you're looking at only ranked top twenty teams by geographic region.
1: That map. So what you're looking at Uh Eric in Colorado.
5: Yeah, hey Ron. Hey, when I saw that map the other day, I, I gotta agree with you. It's completely wrong. As you look at like it shows uh, like Nebraska, and there's, there's so much influence supposedly on Nebraska into like Colorado, and that could not be farther from the truth. I mean, that is such a long-standing rivalry between those two schools, and quite literally, you get up northeastern Colorado, and the basically the the demarcation line is right there at the state line. You go into Nebraska, and you try and talk about how great Colorado is, and those people will run your ass out, and vice versa, you get a lot of the Nebraska
1: When fans. I saw this map, I punched my computer screen. Oh, God. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, always, so I always think that there are those type of things where Michigan always steals kids from Ohio, and that those kids that go up and play in Michigan and get their education there are just looked at as if they were baby rapers by the people who know them. That's awesome. He's dead to me. Yeah. Because he- I don't think Michigan's ever had a player who was actually born in Michigan.
3: There's no way that Texas is also that popular in Missouri. Either, yeah. I, think I
1: think they are. I think they are. Because the people in Missouri are just like, I hope Texas is good. Because they mean everything to us <laughs> and we have nothing <laughs> yeah, here. What else have they got going on? That's it. Texas football. Got Mizzou. I hate that fucking map. I despise it. <laughs> I'd rather look at Nazi maps than this one. Okay. <laughs> oh, Josh. <laughs>
2: All right, here we go. Here's a nice fuck. Nazis were really popular pretty much in the whole of Europe.
1: Damn, Third Reich. Yeah, but let's be honest, they weren't holding any of that. That That's a snapshot more than a map.
2: (laughs) I guess Russia probably, they probably shouldn't have Russia there since they never were really friends.
1: (laughs) They're not friends with Poland either. They just pointed guns at them. Here is uh, Jason, Panic in Detroit.
5: Hey, Ron, Fest, Josh. Hey, uh, Ron, I always find it hack when they show like a Philadelphia game and they come back from commercial. They're always showing Liberty Bell or down in San Diego. They're always showing some guy surfing. They always show the local hack stuff. What a,
1: how many times have you watched a Philadelphia game and they just show the close-up of someone making a cheesesteak? <laughs>
2: The guy got in.
1: Constantly.
2: It's Philly, baby. And
1: you're watching a Boston game and they're pulling a fucking lobster out of a pot. (laughs) Try not to do the same thing every week. I know it's comfortable not to think. (laughs) They look
2: good. Marlon Crabb. It's fucking Ravens, baby. Try
1: to be inventive and creative. They know what the people like. I got a note from Jerry Barker on my way in, sir. Throw it a sir. Oh, right. unlike you guys, he has respect. I have nothing but. <laughs> really, Josh? Because I, I begged you to stop screaming and dropping f bumps.
2: When people stop attacking me, I'll and stop attacking them. That's, that's my fucking...
1: It's like when we when we were talking yesterday, you don't punish the entire audience because of one heckler.
2: I can't just sit here and take it. You have to. I will fucking throw myself out of the Why not think of
1: another way it. of dealing rather than screaming... <laughs> and yelling at people to burn their radio or whatever you're saying when you're in that <laughs> I've never said burn
2: your radio I'm Security trying to, sex equipment
1: is fantastic I did not want to drop f bombs the way you did
2: They're just being mean I'll I'll figure it out
1: um, NFL season
0: starts tonight. Get to the Intero Bank. Get signed up in the Eliminator Pool and the Pigskin Pick'em Pool. Great prizes on the line. For eliminator, eliminator, signed AP football, Adrian Peterson, the MVP. And for the Pick'em, it's a Ray Rice sign ball on the line. Someone's going to pick that up at the end of the season.
1: Uh, Shelby has put together a list of what I call Chris Stanley moves. <laughs> Just constant meltdowns. And this had us... Uh, Talking about it the other day from um, Chappelle, right? Yeah. And recently, I think
3: Fiona Apple had some meltdown in Japan.
1: Well, Fiona Apple also came back later and said that never took place.
2: Hmm. I believe her.
1: And uh, she put that on Questlove's <laughs> blog.
2: It makes it even more believable.
1: I think she's confused Questlove with Time Magazine. <laughs> and I think... Um, Chappelle has put out an explanation of what happened today. Uh, Earl Synonym, but I haven't gone over it yet. As said, soon as I get a copy of it. He
3: said that if North Korea, I think he said this last night of show, that if North Korea ever decides to get a nuke or a bomb in the U.S., he hopes it's Hartford, Connecticut. All right, that they that's pick good. First.
1: <laughs> All right, that's, see, now, again, he's blaming an entire area <laughs> on a couple of people. Who yelled out, Rick James, bitch. I'm rich, bitch, also. I'm sure they, sh- they yelled out. No, no, they said no one re- yelled that.
2: That's weird. Yeah, How they soon- went
1: out of their way to point that out in this article.
2: <laughs> How soon they forget. There was other things he said as Rick James.
1: You know, I never watched the show even once.
2: Really? I Fucking, I was obsessed with it. Fucking college. It was, it was great. I,
1: Then after that, you were obsessed with the Carlos Mencia hour.
2: Goddamn, mind of Mencia? <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, here's another thing Chappelle said. Um, Hartford crowd was evil and white, and I wanted to pull a reverse Kramer. <laughs> All right. Now,
3: it would probably oh. like that. He's like, Yeah, he's making fun of us. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, the cracker.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He acknowledges my existence. <laughs> my cracker. What? I'm a cracker ass, huh? Big J told us he's been to that place before. It was just a big Hartford shithole. And he understood, but he said, you've got to muscle through. And then after that, he saw he didn't make the top seven. And that a AJ Dynamite came in and was talking crazy. And that just made poor Big J stitch up in the side. Here's what I want to do next time Big J comes in. Okay. I'll salute to Big J. All
2: right, salute to Big J. It's going to happen.
1: You send him a fruit basket,
2: something at least. You're
1: the one who fucking caused this. Yeah, so you
2: should, you should be fucking genuine, you scumbag.
1: Yeah, be a person, be a human being. Know that you hurt someone else. Know that. I feel bad,
3: but at the same time, I just... It's a tough list to make. I, I, gotta go with the here.
1: You're a fucker. You're just dirt. I hope Jay makes it so big that he ends up raining shit on you every day forever. <laughs> ruins you <laughs> at least i hope he ruins you in new york i hope there's not a stage you can step on in new york
2: aj still been texting me all last night and today still
1: thrilled with how well it went
2: yeah next time he comes by he wants to um talk about pfizer and how um let's see psychotropic medications the majority of these people who will be taking these meds will be the very poor of america chris not the rich antonites suburbanites lily white black or black whites
1: He's right. I mean, someone's got to
2: say this shit. You I mean, know? He's making a lot of sense.
1: And then say
2: hello to Ron and Fish for me.
1: Okay. <laughs> fish is here. He actually, I think he came in talking so much last night that he was on the show more yesterday than Fish has been on in the last month. If you were to put the, put it together.
2: he He was ready to go.
1: He came in prepped and feeling confident in his material.
2: He had a fucking stage direction. He has all sorts of shit going down. He was fuck. Oh, and he also wants me to call Jeff to see if I can get him on that show in Rhode Island.
1: <laughs> so let's go over your list of famous beltouts. Is Lizzie Borden on this list?
3: <laughs> the first one. There's a band Waves in Barcelona. They're... They were uh, they still going on. They're kind of a tight touring band now. They're not, they are not really hit the giant markets yet. They're like a surf rock band. And they had received some like recording success, just putting out two albums, not really touring. They said, okay, we're going to give you guys a recording contract, send you out on the road. And they had not really played a lot of gigs before they sent them off into a festival, in Barcelona, where the lead singer had a few drinks, took some Valium and Ecstasy, was not in the right shape of mind to be playing. He started getting into a fight with the drummer and the audience. Bottles and shoes were thrown at him. And top that off, it all got recorded and
1: put on YouTube. See, I don't respect the band that can't keep going, because you just got to play louder. Like, no one gives a shit yeah. That's
2: the least effective place for a heckle, is at a concert.
1: Yeah, you because think. you just keep jamming. You're you know, control the sound. If oh, motherfucker is going to do this, <laughs> then you're getting fucking whipping posts. <laughs> Drum solo, bring it in. But it's not the same as when a comic goes up there and starts to tube and you get silence and you need, you know, energy to respond off of. A band knows that they're, you know, they're not getting over, but you can just start playing for the other people in the band. You don't have to fucking care. My favorite part about it is that he he would not give up.
3: And even when the drummer said, Fuck this, you're yelling at me and trying to hit me, I'm out of here. He was like, No, we're still playing. Tried to play in his own wall. the stage crew is coming out, just starting to take everything down, going, This is not <laughs> this, is this is not happening.
1: happening. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I gotta watch this one deep. I'm gonna watch every second of that one. Alright.
7: Alright, fuck this shit.
8: Yeah. <laughs> can we uh Ryan, can you just hit the drum for a second and see how it sounds? Just fuck, it. just hit the drum. Woo! 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 Uh uh. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, get uh,
7: more than echo on the vocals? yeah,
1: So, his point is he's not happy with the sound,
3: he's not happy with anything. He was probably high, very high, too. So,
1: all you got to do is keep going in that position. Just jam, yeah. I mean, equipment seemed to be working, just power. <laughs> yeah, i not, I don't <laughs> have any problem with it. Most of the shows I've been to have bad sound anyway, just keep going. People love distorted music these <laughs> days. Lo-fi, White stripes. Hell
3: yeah! Next, this was pretty recent with Billy Joe Armstrong of. Oh,
6: I remember this Green one, Green
1: <laughs> Day.
3: I didn't. I, I would understand it would be more badass. I mean, just to come out at some punk rock festival or one of his giant shows, and that's pretty punk rock. But he was playing it. Maybe the couldn't really get more corporate gig. Is the iHeart Radio Music Festival, and he was following Usher it, and then just freaked out that his gig was too short. He probably didn't like the sound. The rest of the band was like, hey, we They well. cut him a short. Then afterwards, the band wasn't even backing him up. They were saying, no, no, we, we want, no, we, we like the length of the
1: set. We're doing pretty good here. Well, they didn't want to be pulled off of Clear Channel, and Clear Channel got pissed. And he had to go to rehab over it. He yeah. had to go to fucking rehab is like, the way I apologize.
2: Immediately after this. And also the next day he was going to rehab. Or they announced, like, uh, Billy Joe's been
3: having yeah, a
1: pill and booze problems.
3: Insomnia and depression. Sorry about that. But
1: I do think it's rock and roll. Yeah, fuck this place, you know? I want to play more. But send him to rehab.
7: Play a fucking new song. Fuck this shit. Give me a fucking break. One minute left. One minute fucking left. You're gonna give me fucking one minute? Look at that fucking sign right there. One minute. Let me fucking tell you something! Let me tell you something! I've been around since fucking fucking 1980-fucking-8! And you're gonna give me one fucking minute?! You gotta be fucking kidding me! you fucking kidding me! What the fuck?! I'm not fucking Justin Bieber, you motherfuckers! You gotta be fucking joking! This is a fucking joke. I got one minute. One minute left. Oh, now I got nothing left. Now I got nothing left. Let me show you what one fucking minute fucking means.
2: That's pretty good. It's pretty good.
1: I love it. He's fucking busting his shit up. It's rock and roll. He's not Justin Bieber. He's been around since 88. Oh, it's a fucking Vikings. Like
7: God fucking love you all.
5: We'll be back.
1: I'd rather see that than hear him do the fucking same hits again.
2: I really want to hear when I come around, though. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking song's great. Again? Again.
3: I don't know. I think there's a band up today who can do it a little better. The Wave? (laughs) The next one is Keith Moon in San Francisco. He went a little hard in the 70s. Guy all hopped up on horse tranquilizers and passed out in the middle of a show. and my It's one of like my favorite rock moments ever, because then Pete Townsend said, can anybody in the audience play drums? Just curious. <laughs> and then a guy came up, played three songs with him, and the show kept going on. Uh,
1: and that guy was Kenny Jones. <laughs> I'm sorry, no one else knows rock fucking trivia. Oh, by the way, during this... The president was Richard Nixon. (laughs) Oh! Presidential trivia. It's pretty cool. Well, here's what I always love about the performer being fucked up. You realize you have all this time after the show. To get as fucking wasted as you want. And no one will care. Just give them an hour a day. <laughs> one hour that you're not fucked up. And then you have the rest of the day to be fucked up. Well, they got to get in the fucking groove
2: before they go on.
1: Uh, what else we got? Let's keep it moving.
3: It was Sly Stone at Coachella in 2010. This could be Sly Stone at time. Anytime. In the 70s, they could hardly even book a gig. From him maybe being on drugs or not even showing up. And here he just went crazy, just started ranting about how he was suing for his old manager for 50 million. He just laid down on the stage and just kept like, there are times where he'd like get a few lines out, but then he just kept weaving back and forth and hitting the mic against his face, which would then just send a bunch of feedback
1: everywhere. In the old days, they used to have to give him cash to come in and write. They would actually have to say, Look, we're gonna give you some cash and you sit here and write some songs. Holy shit, man. They had to give him cash to do anything. (laughs) We want you to go in and record vocals. Here's some cash. (laughs) You just have to keep make him think that was his job. (laughs) One little piece at a time.
3: I think he was living in like a van during this same decade, so
2: out of choice yeah he did it on purpose he wanted it that way
3: badass
8: You guys just relax for a minute. Fuck rehearsal. I don't think about it rehearsal. Fuck
7: rehearsal. Fuck it, I'm telling you. And check this out. If there's anybody, if you guys know me at all,
1: I want to tell you what's happening. But then happened to me for the last 20, 25 years. I've been kidnapped. All right, is this his real hair, by the way. I was trying to think that because that's are those great dreads or is that like a, no? He that... puts on a wig like a hat every fucking day. Flathead was fucking shackled to him in jail one time.
2: That's fucking amazing. Isn't
1: that the greatest thing ever? They're in the back of a cop car together. <laughs> All right, let's keep moving.
3: Elliot, this one's kind of depressing. It's Elliot Smith, he was nominated for an Oscar. He was a great singer, songwriter, buddy. Had a lot of drug issues, depression, and he was opening for Wilco in 2002 at Northwestern University.
1: This one's been the most depressing night of all time.
3: Very (laughs) low-key.
1: Yeah,
3: I think it was was maybe even a homecoming performance. You'd think they'd get a bigger band, maybe just a DJ. (laughs) 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 But he couldn't even finish... One song, he was just forgetting the lyrics. People were like yelling him out at him. He was like, "Oh yeah, that's that's how that song goes." Couldn't play his guitar because he said his hand hurt, and then it felt like there was just something stuck to it. Uh, a writer then said, "I would be surprised if he lived to the end of the year, and then seventeen months later, he was dead of." Yeah, but that's not good enough, Peck.
1: He said end of the year, so fuck you. You're as wrong as anybody else. (laughs) And what
3: month was this in, dude? Fire him immediately.
1: Well, there's not a lot of months with 18 fucking years with 18 months in it, so we know that writers shouldn't get any prize. What's the next one? Axel Rose, but you could pretty much
3: pick any of his shows, but he, in St. Louis 1991, he got pissed that a fan was filming his show. I don't know why, really. He, it's not like he's, where could you really put it? In 1991. <laughs> but he freaked out, yelled at security to go grab the guy, grab the camera. They didn't do it quick enough, so he just said, I'll do it myself. Jumped into the audience. They eventually like, kind of crowd surfed him back on stage where he said, fuck it, threw the mic down, and did not come back.
6: Here
2: comes Axel fucking flying into the crowd.
1: Look at the audience, it's like, hey, hey. Leave him alone.
2: <laughs> Slash still tearing it up. What's, how giant must a camcorder could have been to fucking <laughs> even get to the fucking venue with it?
7: Well, thanks to the lame-ass security, I'm going home.
1: <laughs> Someone else's fault, huh, Axel? Not
2: Weird. yours. Weird.
3: It's like fur coat, and he looks like he was wearing... It was a half-shirt
1: fur coat. Spandex <laughs> bike shorts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did have tiny... Well, he was a big Freddie Mercury fan. Who isn't? Mm. <laughs> and Michael
3: Richards, I think we all know the Laugh Factory performance in 2006. The end of Michael Richards. The end of Michael Richards' whole career. I think he's tried to make a few comebacks. Did not work out. I, I kind of like the Monday morning quarterback this. He yelled out the first M-bomb. I think he realized, okay, quickly in said, I screwed that up. And he did the comedy equivalent of you're kind of walking down a street and you trip so you start going into a light job to see if anybody would notice he did that by just yelling the same word about five times and then after that he's i think he just was just rambling and just putting himself in my in his position
1: i would have just started heating up and just well, here's what okay, i love I'm about totally this thing here. before he melts down You hear someone calling him like a has-been or making fun of the fact that he was Kramer? You were in fucking Seinfeld. And you don't have to fucking prove shit to anyone else. That's like yelling at Ringo. How many other bands were you in? (laughs) Well, I was in the Beatles, motherfucker. Well, I was in the best one ever. Ever. (laughs) So, you know, the whole thing of, oh, Seinfeld is over, so you're a loser now. That's the fucking stupidest thing i ever heard. You're tens of millions of dollars, fucking cat. forget tens of millions. Just on the fact of, of all the people who have tried to do fucking TV shows, yours is about as good as it gets. Fuck these people. He had a show
3: in two thousand on NBC called the Michael Richards Show, but his character was not named
1: Michael Richards.
3: <gasps> it doesn't. They've so that before. And he played like a PI
1: too didn't make any well, sense. Newhart's name was never Newhart on any of those shows. <laughs> and they called this show Newhart. See, I think that's <laughs> a mistake. I think that show could have been a lot bigger. <laughs> you know, Quincy's real name wasn't Quincy. <laughs> All right, let's break here. We'll be back. Jerry Barker is on deck. Uh, we'll get into uh, a lot more stuff. It's the Run and Fest show. <laughs> The theme music, Jerry Barker. We always play Jane's Addiction as he's coming into the room. Rock and roll. Jerry, how are you, buddy? Great. Great to be here. This is it. This is the beginning of what I call your time of the year.
9: Absolutely. Very exciting. Uh, tonight's the, you know, it, it feels you know like Christmas, uh, contrary to what Blowhard was saying earlier.
1: Blowhard depressed everyone.
9: Yeah, but I can understand it, because the Jets really do suck. I think there are a bunch of teams, you can forget it. You might have some entertainment pops throughout the season, right? but your team sucks. you got no chance of making the playoffs.
1: Who's got no chance of making the playoffs? Let's just sit here and play. Jets,
9: Buffalo, Cleveland, HTG, I fear saying this, but I do think your Steelers are not making it this year. Again? I I do fear that, you know? Who else? Um... But uh, you've got... Oakland. Kansas City's not making it, though people are hot for them. Oakland's not making it. The The Chargers are brutal. Um, Eagles, I'm saying, aren't going to make it. Oh,
1: that's crazy talk.
9: Lions. Bears. No chance. I love to see the Rams improve, but they are not making it this year. And I I love Jeff Fisher. I think they've got a shot. Rams
1: are in this year. Rams are in the playoffs. Falcons.
9: I'm saying the Falcons. Here's my one prediction, like that great prediction I made about Seattle last year and Pete mm-hmm. Carroll sucking as an NFL coach yeah. on the money. I'm saying that the the Falcons at some point are going to quit on Mike Smith. and that but, team, th- They won't make the playoffs. They won't make the playoffs this year.
1: Wow. Jesus. Right, I'm going over the list here. Jerry Barkett doesn't have anyone going into the playoffs. <laughs>
2: I guess the you and spans. you feel
1: like you're the cheery guy, not blowhard. Oh my god, I'm just depressed. Twenty about fifty percent of this country.
2: I got the Bills and the Jets and the Raiders, but fucking the Browns have a decent young talent on the team. They're not going to be terrible, and their defense isn't terrible either. I would love to see the Browns make it. I have a soft spot for
9: Cleveland. My brother went to Kent State. Bill Belichick left the Giants to go coach there. I had one of those Browns ugly, awful orange and brown parkas back in the day when the starter jackets were cool. But They no- never
1: were, by the way, just so you know it. <laughs> um, but no way did they get in. No. All right. Who are you saying could win the Super Bowl? I,
9: I think when you look at it, you've got six teams in the AFC that – you can honestly say, all right, these are legit contenders right now. And then there's really, I can only see two in the NFC. I think you've got the Patriots, okay, mm-hmm. the Broncos, the Texans, the Ravens, the Bengals. And I don't know why that sixth team is eluding me now in the AFC, but the two in the Did NFC. You
1: there's like five.
9: All right, fine. There's only, there's five, only five in the AFC. Yeah. Uh, did I say the Ravens? Mm-hmm. All right. We said them twice, as a matter of fact. Oh, all right. That's your sixth team. Ravens twice. Ravens twice is six. And then, but I think really, if you look at it right now, and I'm not saying this is the way it'll play out, but the, the Niners and the Seahawks are the only ones that jump out at me right now that say, hey, these guys are definite ins for the playoffs, barring any catastrophic injuries. I'm not sold on the Packers, even though that's a team I follow. I mm-hmm. like that. I team I follow. Um,. And I'm not sold on the Falcons, obviously. The Saints, I think, will make a solid run at the playoffs. But who knows? This is maybe the revenge year for being bountied last year.
1: There are only, at this point, seven teams that you would even consider to have a chance to win the Super Bowl.
9: Right now, that I think have legit strong shots. Who would you pick? Who Bengals? You get the Bengals. No, I would not. Based have on Bengals, hard knocks. And don't. That's yeah. just
1: based on Hard Knocks.
9: I didn't even watch Hard Knocks this year because they fooled me so much last year because the Dolphins were actually decent.
1: Yeah, I know. The Dolphins <laughs> were like I didn't even lot- watch it. And I, but I ended up uh, loving that coach by the end of Hard Knocks last year. And, and I start mm-hmm. to think they're back on their way. And, and I, I was hoping you'd pick them this year, too.
9: I think they can contend. Mm-hmm. I think there are teams that are going to contend in that middle pack there. I, I, I think right now you've got to go 49ers. And I think you have to look at, by default, almost New England in the AFC or the Ravens again. I think people are down on the Ravens, but I think their defense is actually, you know, Ed Reed and Ray Lewis are gone. Um, They were a little older. They've got Doomerville. They still got, you know, Pepper's boy T. Sizzle. All
1: right, let's go over here to Brian in Detroit. You're on with Jerry Barker, the man who knows all and sees all. Only seven teams have even a slight shot to win the Super Bowl. Parker, you're a moron. So you
5: you know absolutely nothing about football. When was the last time you were right on anything in sports? Why are you
1: treating Hold me? On, like he's pepper? written a book. Yeah, he's not Josh. Yeah. What's up with oh. Josh Pepper? Now I'm getting fucking. Yeah. <laughs> why are you treating well, me like that? Pepper, you're only half a moron. But you're a fucking total moron. So what did oh Jerry say pepper. wrong? What does Jerry got you mad about?
5: It's just it's always the downer. You know he's such a homer. It yeah, is a downer. <laughs> he's a downer. The, the Bears are going to be strong. The Lions will contend. I don't think they'll make the playoffs. But if you listen to him, he's the same guy who picked Notre Dame to, be, to kick the shit out of Alabama this year.
9: Dude, I wrote a book on Notre Dame. So yeah, They're going to well, win every well, game for, from here to eternity. Best-selling
1: okay. book on Notre Dame. And by the way, that book, and I was explaining this to people, it made it seem to me that playing college football wouldn't be worth it no matter what. It's just too hard. There's too many. I'm not being pushed that hard. No. I quit the team. That's what I'm saying right now. I quit.
9: It is crazy. I don't
1: want to win that much. <laughs> I don't want to pay the price to win. It's too much. For no pay. Shubs, you get yourself that? You said you wanted a little bagel for yourself.
3: I was, but now I'm in this lifeguard chair. Get <laughs> off your high horse and go get yourself a bagel. Be careful, though. Careful, He's in a very high
1: that. fucking chair. It's the baby chair that we put up. That way we can watch him when we cut up his hot dog so we can eat it. Don't you, Jerry, chug. no bagel f- if you like a love, bagel? I would love a bagel. Right.
9: Um, but I, But what? No, sure. I'm going to go get one. I'm going to go get one. I just got to talk about the Bears, though. I think Tresman, a first-year coach. Cutler's in like his 17th offense in the NFL since he's come into the league. And- I think he's
1: got a new house and a new wife, and that's a fucking <laughs> problem. Yeah. I don't know why, if you're going into that league, you don't say, I'm going to start a personal life. After I get out of the league. Mm-hmm. It doesn't fucking work to start trying to put a family together during your fucking football days.
2: You're bouncing around the country and and most the li- likely.
1: It's as irresponsible as a military guy starting a family. No. Wait until you're out.
9: The Lions, though, I think they're quitting on Schwartz. I think this is a, a hot
2: seat year for him. Come on. No one's watching.
1: No <laughs> one is watching. There's Reg-
2: no reason to. Reggie Bush should have the best statistical year of his fucking career. Where'd that come from? It's because fucking uh, Stafford's just going to be throwing to him all day long. He's going to be dumping off constantly to fucking Bush. It'll be. Just, it's going to be the Bush Megatron show and fucking.
1: No, I'm trying to figure out what you, what word you use instead of yeah. statistical. Was- S- stati- I thought you said fiscal. Yeah. yeah. And then then I was like, what is? What are you trying to do over there? Trying to make money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doesn't have a problem with that. Fez, you're not eating a bagel? You're the only one that you eating a bagel?
0: No, I'm good. Just a little stomach issue from last night. No. Oh, God. It's Come on. Everything bagels are good for your stomach. I fucking
2: love these things.
1: Is there really everything? Because I don't see any jelly beans on it. Well, I just it's... have a problem with the name everything. Mine has a Skittle in it. <laughs> see? <laughs> that should be good. What are you hiding? We got people to clean. You know, they run vacuums right, after God. we leave. What do you need, a plate? I
9: want some of that cream cheese that Shelby's double-dipping into.
1: Don't double-dip. No spread. No one's double-dipping here. Just spread instead of double-dipping. I
2: double-dipped. I'm not
1: going to We're going to stay eating bagels and trying to work this out until we figure out who's going to win this year.
9: I'm worried about Peyton Manning, and I do sound like a downer now. Making now, it guys through in the my season? Kitchen. Now, well, yeah, in the cold weather. In a playoff game, I think it's the same thing you saw Brett Favre in Lambo. He could, he was not great in their in his late years in Lambo, but yet when he was min- Minnesota, he was certainly serviceable, if not better than.
1: You got to be nice and warm when you get older. You got to be nice and warm, good for the circulation. Peyton, yeah, Peyton should have went to Miami like every other old person.
2: He's going to lose an arm out there. They're just it's just going to fucking lose circulation. <laughs> They're going to cut it off.
1: Well, you got to think on the West Coast, just with those guys running. Either San Francisco or Seattle is going to lose the starter at uh, quarterback. They both can't sit around and run as much as they do, and not get their fucking um, blocks knocked off.
2: Every um, it seems like all the reports or whatever are saying like we're going to run a little less this year. Just I think just try to fuck.
1: Everyone says that. No, yeah. and then the game starts, and if you're not a natural pocket passer, you're going to take off. And that's
2: why fucking RG three is going to get murdered. I mean, they're saying no design plays, but once that shit fucking collapses, the motherfucker's gonna just scramble. It's, it's, it's what he wants to do.
1: Why do you gotta call him that, that name, though? What? Well, he's a person.
2: Oh, well, no, I'm, I'm, not, like, I'm not being derogatory or anything.
1: I'm just not You might say the it. what's Term why of use endearment. It? Term of endearment. Dude's gonna scramble. Term of endearment? Yeah. You say your grandmother, I love you, motherfucker. <laughs> that's what you say? Motherfucker, you the best. See, that's a problem. Yeah, I would agree with you, though, Pep. The guy's going to take off because that's what he was built to do. These running quarterbacks, what are they going to say? Oh, I could pick up seven yards, but why bother? It's a long season. <sighs> the hell was that? What the
2: fuck, Jerry? <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's running outside now. <laughs> what is his...
2: Something fucking went off in his pants. Was it some his homo, cock? Some homo.
1: <laughs> Alright, don't want... See? He brings it home, oh, you've been very quiet today, Fez. Yeah. Haven't felt part of it. Bad stomach from last night. Feeling upset. Wanna get over that wanna do that wrestling bit? That uh how many wrestling words can you say? No, that's all right. Thank Jump you. on the eye bang. Um What the hell was that? Your radio?
9: Yeah, I heard it too and I didn't know what was going on, <laughs> but I have my headphones in my iPhone. I'm the worst right now. No, you Let's aren't. be honest. No.
1: No,
2: Chris is. <laughs> All right, I'm in the second worst.
1: What happened today? Everyone didn't get enough rest last night.
2: I got rushed. Everybody's got bad stomachs. My stomach's great. I mean, everything bagel is
1: delicious. I think even if you have a bad stomach, I would think that a bagel could settle it for you.
2: I could live on cream cheese.
1: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> for how long? The disgusting thought. Forever. <laughs> um, is uh, Ken? Ken, you're on the Renfrew Show.
5: Ronnie, what up, man? Well. Hey, how about uh, let's talk about the St. Louis Rams for a
9: second. No, nah, I'm all for that. Love Jeff Fisher. Love the Rams. Uh,
5: the two new receivers they got from West Virginia are outstanding. They're tight end cut, outstanding. I am a little worried about the running back position, but don't worry coming. And look what they did to the
1: to the Western Conference last year. They beat the shit out of the Western Conference yeah. last year. I right, Rams are going into the playoffs. I think the mo I think the Rams and Kansas City both improved this year. Okay. I know I'm going against Barca. Kansas
2: City gonna f look I said, within five years, seventy five percent chance they win the Super
1: Bowl. I honestly think it's gonna be Super Bowl this year It's gonna be Kansas City and Philadelphia and it's <laughs> gonna be the Andy Reid Bowl.
2: <laughs> and fucking Philly wins and Andy Reid yet again fucking loses.
1: No. Andy Reid would win over Philly when it comes to who's more snake bit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And Alex Smith just fucking gets Super Bowl trophy and just shoves it right. in I don't face. Want to be
1: fucking doing a fantasy thing forever with you. I feel like that's... You know what I mean? Like, know. I'm not fucking make-believe tea party. I already had that crazy bastard AJ Dynamite in here yesterday. I had to pretend for him.
2: Dick Steele and uh, Larry James, maybe?
1: I don't know who the other one, one was. Dick Steele had a very... You know, he had like a fun name, but the other guy just said just a regular that was, name. That was an alias, actually.
2: Yeah. Might as well just be fucking John Doe.
1: Uh, Steve in Texas, uh, you wanted to call and congratulate Jerry Barker for his his picks.
5: Yeah, the, the seven picks. Actually, I could I could name you six teams in each division that have a shot nowadays. The parity's not there like it was even ten years ago. It, it's a lot more. It's, I mean, you got know, like tw- there's at least
1: six teams in each division that
9: could contain. There's only four teams in each division, though. Just you know, as long so as we're. going to say
1: you fucking it's know, perfect. sir. No, nah, I'm just. Um, by the way, this got said to me. I can live on cream cheese. Is the weirdest sentence ever mumbled by Pepper? <laughs> it really was strange. Because <laughs> when you talk, think of a bagel, you think of the bagel itself, not the cream cheese. You're acting like you could eat a bowl of cream cheese as a snack.
2: Are, are are we saying that we don't like cream cheese here? It's delicious. <laughs> no,
1: no one's running down cream cheese. Oh, good. It's just not what we we're talking about. When we were talking about the bagel,
2: well, if you think of the bagel, you're thinking of cream cheese. I would think I mean, they go hand in hand.
1: Yes and no. When you like, if you think of a hot dog, you think of the hot dog first not the roll. In the case of the bagel, you're thinking of the bread part of it more than what's ever inside. When you say, can I have a bagel, then whatever is cream cheese, lox, butter, that's the addition to it.
2: See, I see a bagel as it, it's cream cheese. Like, so, then
1: why the does anyone have a cream cheese store? It's a spoon
2: <laughs> for cream cheese.
0: That's, that's what, what he is. sees. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, what that's what I'm what treating it. At I the see? hot dog stands, he asks for a, a relish.
2: No, I don't even like
1: relish. I think you left. Uh, I think you <laughs> left far ahead. I think he would been. Th- the difference would be. I'd go to a hot dog stand saying, "Give me a roll. Anything you want inside of it." Uh, yeah, let's put a hot dog in there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you I know what I mean? Put a kanish in that roll.
1: <laughs> Doesn't make sense. <laughs> what you're saying right now is boo fucking honest.
2: I f- I feel totally fucking normal when I say that.
1: You don't come off that way. That's weird. So got a lot of weed left? Yeah. I any of right. the hash left? Uh, That's gone. I was thinking about coming over smoking with you. Oh. Did you share that hash with any of your friends? No. Not no. even your chick? No. So you that just is. sit in the fucking house by yourself smoking bowls of hash? Yeah. That's a problem.
2: Why is that a problem? I'm just trying to get <laughs> my eye on it. It's
1: not social. <laughs> drinking alone is when we know someone has a problem.
2: I think drinking alone just means you've got everything under control and you know you can, you can drink responsibly enough. That, yes, I'm alone and no one's around me, but I can have seven or eight beers.
1: Right. That's saying I'm not fit to be around human beings. That this is a safer environment for me to be in by myself. We get some
3: THC-infused cream cheese. The possibilities are
2: (laughs) That's going to be an endless cycle.
1: (laughs) The number of THC-infused fucking foods is going to go through the roof now that Colorado and, and California... Are wide-open playgrounds.
2: It's our, It's can of cream cheese. They already have it.
1: <laughs> Shit. We're second. We'll never catch them. They got the market already. Or cream of the crop, cream cheese. I honestly want some of that, because the biggest problem with a bagel is that when I'm done eating it, I'm not high. That's, that's always been my complaint.
2: Oh, that's going to fucking Stop change. Stop worrying
1: about spelling. You're fine. You're not here with your mom screaming at every move you make, Jerry. Look at that. He just threw one on the floor. That went too far because uh, I don't want people to have to lean over. But they come in here and run a vacuum at night. Yeah. But you don't have to worry respect. about your, your sesame seeds falling off. What do you got, a whole wheat bagel?
9: It was a whole wheat everything.
1: You got to do everything. You, he's got to be healthy first. You ever know that about Jerry? <laughs>
2: Come on, man. White bread,
1: man. I'd rather see Good you like shit. Fez over there faking a bad stomach. <laughs> you're not going to eat anything, Fez?
0: No. I just don't have the appetite today. Have a half a bagel.
1: Just a It'll half. It'll give you something to do when you're watching the show. Just a half. Okay. Have a quarter of one. Have a quarter of one, and then if you can finish that, come back and have another eighth. Shelby, get Fez a bagel. Come on. Get him man. an eighth. Why can't he get his own bagel? Why Shelby is a fucking nurse? <laughs>
2: Shelby's so our guest. He's just helping out.
1: He is our guest with the highest high chair. Yeah. That's, that no new one's ever seen. It's a new guest chair. Looks like a fucking guy looking for sharks in Australia. By the way, I caught a little bit of Sharknado on TV. Yeah. Not as funny as all the ironic tweets. Just annoyingly bad. I
2: caught a little uh, ghost shark. That's this, that's the new one. Yeah. Uh, apparently the ghost shark can show up wherever there's water. So like there's like a bucket of water and the ghost shark can fucking attack you out of
1: yeah. it. They've taken any of the realism, realism out of the shark genre. You're really gonna have him make your sandwich for you. It's a fucking bagel. Who has, who does a boy make their bagel? He doesn't get any cream cheese. Come yes, on. I would like some cream cheese. And get up and get it, motherfucker. Yeah. Get up, you thing. Start moving. Start moving. You're a big guy and you're involved in your own life. There you go. You're a regular guy today. Cream cheese, baby. You're a bagels. regular
2: fella. This is great. This is a good time.
1: Jesus Christ. I know this a thing where you have something nice and everyone worries about it.
2: Don't see me worrying. It's I'm just having a fucking. Yeah, but baby. it goes
1: back to you being so cranky earlier. I think you set <laughs> this thing where Barker came in here feeling like this wasn't a safe place for him.
2: Barker, you're not going to get raped or beat up here.
1: This isn't jail. All right. How How'd your signing go last week in Chicago? It was
2: it was
9: awesome. It was uh, we we tried to hicks it. Uh, you know, as I was saying, uh, at a bar raped right by Wrigley Field, people kept sending up shots at Jameson. I was there with Pat Terrell. Tony Rice, Mark Green, Chris Zorich, and uh, Tim are those Ryan.
1: guys in go- like gods in the Midwest? Well, are they the, gods
9: for the eighty? Well, Zorich in particular, being from Chicago,
1: mm-hmm.
9: absolutely. As soon as he was introduced, people are yelling, "Bear down, bear down!" All
1: right, that's good. That's yeah. a good thing because of the Bears. Yeah,
9: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and yeah, it was just uh, it was a lot of fun and and a little crazy, which was good.
1: Well, you needed that.
9: Absolutely. Need a little break.
1: You needed that, and you had your family with you, huh?
9: Not with me there. I drove to South Bend, left the family in South Bend, and my wife and I drove up to Chicago then. So it was a little respite from the 14-hour drive from Jersey.
1: Why did you have your kids in the car with you? Oh, my God. I wasn't. He gonna, had I, four kids, and my, what, your mother law My mother-in-law,
2: yeah. Just fucking jerked the wheel. That fucking, <laughs> that fucking thought ever crawled through your head? He should
1: have jerked his dick, and then he went up to go drive around with four kids.
9: <laughs> there was one point on the way home where I really lost it, where I had to give myself a timeout. <laughs> my next action was going to be a bad father move. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, hour 20-something in the car with the them.
1: The weird thing is, I remember fucking thinking about my dad, right? Why is he always in a bad mood when we go somewhere? Why is he fucking making a big deal out of everything? And as soon as I have kids myself, I'm like, I am not fucking kidding. I am going to fucking bloody the back seat. Test me! Do me a favor, and I want to hear somebody else fucking whine about something. Please! I'm begging for it. I'm hungry, Dad.
9: Oh, dude, that's the least of it. It's the noise and the... But I, I totally hear, and I think my kids think that. Like, why is my dad always in a bad mood? Yeah,
6: because of you. Like yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but you do. You know, you're like this fucking dude. Everybody else is having fun, yelling, throwing shit, and he's acting like... Uh. And you know the other thing about your dad. You're like, okay, now you're part of the family. You know, you, you always feel that on the vacation. Like, you never have anything to do with us. Now you want us all to bait fish. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's what we'll do. Um, now it's important that I put a fucking hook through a minnow's fucking mouth and cast it into a, a lake. Family time. Yeah, I, I, all the time's family time. <laughs> you only seem to care every, every couple of fucking months. Uh, John, you're on the Fish Show.
5: Hey, you were just talking about the bears. I was wondering, Brontz, is Cutler a douche, or is he just misunderstood?
1: Well, I first of all, I don't think he cares either way. You know what I mean? Which kind of makes me like him. Yeah. I like people who do not set up a false sense of what they want other people to think of him. So is he a douche? I would say... No, I would not call him that. But hold on, I I don't want to be the only one not typing. (laughs) And Stenopool. Um, But I like the fact that he's kind of an asshole.
2: And last season, it was more evident than ever, where he was just fucking losing it against the fans, against players. I got no problem with that. I thought it was like.
1: I honestly feel like, you know, Peyton Manning... I never think I really know who that guy is. He is so professional in his interviews, saying all the right things. Mm -hmm. He's not going to say anything to piss off the Ravens. He's not going to say anything. You know, I like a guy who would say during the interview, I don't even know I'm out here talking to you about this stupid. Game starts in a couple of fucking days. Let's just watch that. I can't even tell you what I really think. (laughs) How do I know? How do I know what's going to happen?
2: You realize everyone talking to you is lying to you, right?
1: Right. (laughs) This is just a job to me. A job.
9: Do you think that, I mean, with Manning, because he has a, a level of asshole in him, not to the public persona, not for the Q rating or marketing, but when he needs receivers to get in line, he's no joke. And it, it always makes, I think, at a certain level of success, you got to have a decent bit of asshole in you especially if you're going to be a leader on a team. I don't think the way he is with the media and the commercials and even Brady the same way, the way they are in the locker room or the huddle, if you're not running the right route, I think they could probably be you know, construed as a total asshole but but, for something, for a purpose.
1: Well, but the point is here. It doesn't matter the same, uh, the same. If you want to win, right, and you're around people who claim they want to win but don't do the things that you have to do that wins. Like I told you, if I was on that team, I'd quit before I paid that fucking price. So it's got to be frustrating when you tr- when you know it's a game of inches and not everyone is going to take do everything. Yeah, I'm sure there's a fighter pilot thing to the way these guys are. But Hicks, you know in radio, are you willing to do everything that it takes to win? I got to fucking
2: do it fucking get that fucking w
1: and yet okay. you've never won in the history <laughs> of your career
2: i'm hey i can't fucking quit now sure it's one fucking l after another yeah there's a black cloud over my head fuck it it's got fucking these clouds gotta break sometime right
1: i know i was that i'll talk to people about stuff and i'll say that something is not as successful as we thought it was going to be. And people go, oh, we'll get that done. And then they don't, even though you could see like, hey, if you compared it with with the last time you've done it, you know, it's less than successful. When they don't care, what else would you do but fucking yell?
9: It's the same with the kids, right? But yeah, absolutely. You got to yell to shake them but, up and rattle the cage.
1: But the kids aren't professionals. You know what I mean? Like, if you're in a professional situation, and let's suppose you have a promotion going on in radio, and then they don't run the fucking promos, even though you've cut them, and you said, hey, did you see, you know, do you, have you checked on the numbers? No, I'll check on them now. Whatever, whatever is happening... You, you start to get to a point where you go, all right, in the back of my mind, not everyone cares whether we win or lose. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, the guys that got traded, said he's a dick. He's a fucked up guy, and he's closer to the coaches than he is to the players. He's political. He's a, uh, a prick.
2: I'm a bad leader.
1: And he says, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I, I don't care it. if you're happy or not. Now, you say you love it, but there's those guys that you're saying getting together after 25 years. You think they're going to want to get together with Aaron Rodgers and remember all the good times?
9: I think he'll have a click. I mean, I think there's different clicks of guys that get together, and there's some that don't. I think after 25 years, a level of respect might uh, set in or appreciation for it. I mean, the guys didn't like Holtz while they were playing for him. They did not, they did still not don't like him. It.
1: As a person. (laughs) But why why can't you see Aaron Rodgers in an interview do this? You know, there's some of us here that really get along. I guess a click, you could call it. And I think (laughs) there's enough of us on this team that actually care, and we will do something. I think so. At least me and the people I really care about. Me
2: and my offensive line.
1: That's my (laughs) biggest problem with sports, is that all you're hearing is a lie. You know what I mean? And it's, they're not even well put together in the way that you can say that WWE tries to do their interviews. To Even though that they're false, they're trying to be entertaining. I can't tell you how quickly I, I could fall asleep watching anyone in the NFL being interviewed. Because they lie. And oh, we're here to. in a ball club. We're all pulling together. We're feeling pretty good about ourselves. It's, it's, a, it's a wasted amount of time. And I also blame the media because if anyone ever tells the truth, they get furious and tell that person he should shut up and he's causing problems.
9: Yep. How could he do that to the team? And I mean, but Greg Jennings, to think about with uh, Aaron Rodgers, he hardly saw the field last year. You know, he was doing Old Spice commercials and tweeting about the league on FX or something, rather than playing in games. He was really a huge disappointment for the Packers. But I, I agree with you. I don't. I, I think part of it is the media doesn't know how to consume the honesty that might actually be there in a locker room.
1: I want to get this straight. Who was the biggest letdown for the Packers last year? I didn't
9: year? say. I said he was a huge
1: letdown for who?
9: The Packers. Who was? Greg Jennings.
1: So we're looking at a team. Where you've got an all-pro guy, and if he doesn't match that the following year, he's a letdown. Yeah. What do you think of that,
2: Chris? Well, he was injured. That's not a letdown. But do
1: you also expect somebody to have the same numbers every year? I mean, if someone has a career year, is the rest of their career a letdown?
9: (laughs) I think it means something to be on the field, and I think he he didn't even dress for a ton of games. I think that's part of it. He
2: was, literally, Greg Jennings was injured, and so was Jordy Nelson.
1: Uh, Let me give you this. When Brady, the year that he was hurt, not only did he not dress for the field, he didn't even watch the fucking games on TV. And if anyone talked to him, he goes, I can't watch this shit. I don't want to watch it. My fucking leg hurts. Troy Polamalu's injured half the season for
3: every season, pretty much, but... I mean, he's still highly liked.
1: He's, but it's because of his hair. Yeah, he he's does got beautiful phenomenal hair. Hair. Yeah. Um Here is Jeff. Jeff, you're on the Run and Fed Show.
5: Hey, buddy. Uh, you know, one thing you guys were talking about camaraderie among the old old football players versus doing it and Aaron Rodgers being the dick and, and that sort of thing. You know, really, I I can't see the football teams. Of this day and age, and I know Jerry, you said them about, you know, there are guys that are in their own cliques, but, but really is it, when it boils down to it, each player is their own corporation to themselves. And so the only reason that, that, say, an Aaron Rodgers would want to have any relationship with any of this player, really the bottom line is so he can make more fricking money for himself. So if these guys don't do it for him, then he writes them off for any other player. You know, where you look back to, you know, the undefeated season of the, of the Dolphins, and, and these guys, they were gritty. They were working together for
1: the same but thing. But I mean, maybe you just assume that. Maybe you bought into the hype. Those guys were also in it for themselves.
9: Larry Zonka left to play in the World Football League. Took Jim kick know, with him. So I think there's
1: a nostalgia. Mercury, Marker, uh, Mercury Morris was dealing fucking Coke. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> you don't think Greasy cared about himself more than his team?
9: I mean, I, I think now we're getting into the mindset of guys in there. I think he's right in that players and certain players are, are obviously more of a brand and business onto themselves. Uh, but I, I don't think that's across the board. I don't think your second string lineman that is, you know, trying to hold on to a seven-year career playing special teams it, is like that. And I think it is different in college. It's a definitely a professional atmosphere where you do go home to whatever family or house you have and come back, and it's work. So it is work. Absolutely, it's work. That's for sure. I mean, it's work. They play. They happen to play a game, play a kid's game, uh, or a game they played since childhood, uh, but it's definitely viewed as work, See, and guys view it differently. I mean, there are quarterbacks that when they show up at the facility on Tuesday on their off day... It means so much more to their teammates that they're there watching film that week versus some guys take the actual Tuesday off. And it's frowned upon. And and that can begin to create some dissension in the team that, you know, we're supposed to get behind this guy. But But that's
1: also excuses. I mean, that's the kind of shit that you hear after they're losing. You're not going to hear that if they're winning. No one's going to be pissed if you're on a fucking seven-week win thing and the guy takes a Tuesday off for himself.
9: They probably wouldn't want him to come in on that next Tuesday if they win seven games in a row. Here's the
1: bullshit, too, like, hey, we're together and we all matter. All you got to do is watch Hard Knocks or look at the two Giants seasons that they won the Super Bowl. What was that, four years in between those two Super Bowls? Three or four, yeah. Three or four? And how many players were on both teams? I mean, it's almost a completely different team. Mm So there is no continuity. Everybody really is out there as a, as a fucking paid uh, hitman. Um, Phil, you're on the Run of Fez show.
5: Hey, Ronnie B. I, I, that's exactly what I wanted to say, man. When you're winning, all is forgiven. You know, if you're, if you win, you're an eccentric genius. And if you lose, you're a fucking asshole. That's just the way it goes, man. It's like that hockey team that played the, uh, play, what they who they play the fucking Russians. And uh, the coach was a big asshole, but they won and they look back and they, you know, they, say, I mean,
1: oh, I'm a little tired of those guys you know. looking back too. I mean, there's this, <laughs> there's certain teams that I'm tired of talking about. They're one of them. The the 72 Dolphins I don't want to fucking ever hear about again.
2: They just got got to meet Obama. It's good for them.
1: Yeah, and every year they cheer against other fucking teams.
2: That's the fucked up part. They're the real
1: downers. (laughs) They are. They they want life to be less than good. (laughs) Um, That's
2: all they had to hold on to. God, it'll be great when that next fucking—if any of them are still alive—but if, if a team can get to the fucking undefeated season.
1: All right, let's look this uh, piece up. That's on the iBang and see whether this is uh, real or not. Apparently, this was a stunt that was sent to us. Uh, who sent this into us? I know a few people did. No idea. Not sure. Um, I know we got it from. At least I know J.A. Lawson sent it, but I think quite a few people sent this in. All right, this is a stunt that was set up. Somebody goes in for a job interview, and you see that um, window behind them, Chris. Yeah. That window is really a TV set, (laughs) and I don't know why you're laughing, but they're pretending that the city behind them is being bombed. (laughs) So... There's the TV that they think is a window. And look, here's a missile or something. Oh my god. That's going to be flying through the air.
2: Holy shit. No.
1: And like an idiot, they're believing they're seeing their own version of 9 ah. ah, 11. Now, not only are they doing that, but they're rumbling the building a little bit, and then the lights go out as it looks like and that's the funny part of the prank. someone feels like they're being killed. So my point is, is this are these actors? Are we being fucking played here? or <clears throat> I think
2: that because this was done in Chile, they're not actors. I think they would it can only do it in America if it was actors.
1: You assume that because it's another country they care less about human life than our than yeah. we
2: do. Yeah. They're not as sophisticated. They'll, yeah. they'll fuck yeah. with people more. They didn't get away with more.
1: Even though you know nothing about Chile. Nothing at all. And there's no reason <laughs> to believe your opinion. You just put in a classified and if we would have said Korea or Czechoslovakia, you would have said the same thing. Not America. They don't care about human life.
2: They're they're willing to go that extra step to fuck with people.
1: The prank thing is going so far now that I really want to see one of the prankers get killed. I want to see someone take out a gun and shoot a pranker in the head.
2: Well, not only is this there's dozens of TV shows probably with fucking prank shows. Now, people just do it online.
1: YouTube, yeah. yeah and they'll be like, Relax. You're on YouTube. <laughs> so constantly now, and there was a thing up, uh, we didn't put it up, where they do like, people are in an elevator, and they put off like a crazy, like, ah, like a crazy sound goes off, yeah. like everyone thinks there's trouble on the elevator. Um, got you, dude. Got you. You're on YouTube. <laughs> Look right up there. Yeah, there's a GoPro <laughs> yeah. camera. I duct taped a GoPro <laughs> camera up there. And you're going to be seen by hundreds of people <laughs> on YouTube. But... You know, we make a big thing out of bullying. These people honestly thought that their life was coming to an end, if this were true.
9: It's just a joke, man.
1: At some (laughs) point, we need the law to step in and say, we're not here for your practical
3: jokes. Now they're leaving there with a new appreciation for life, plus the knowledge of a great new TV from LG.
2: I mean, it's high def, like for real, look at that thing.
1: They're gonna get someone who has a heart a- condition or something worse. We're seeing it on our monitor, yeah. so it's just as good as what we already have. I don't know though. why everyone acts like that picture is so much better than the one we're watching on our screen is. It's the same screen.
2: It's crisper.
1: <laughs> it's our screen <laughs> that you're seeing. <laughs> that crisp it. it already exists. Very vibrant colors. Um, here's uh, Joey. You're on the Ranafay Show.
5: What's up, buddies?
1: Yeah.
5: Hey, uh, if you're looking for brutal pranks, man, there's a Japanese sniper prank that is by and far the most hilarious and brutal prank ever. Uh, You know, it's all in Japanese. You really don't know what they're talking about, but you get the gist if you watch it.
9: Mm. That doesn't sound fun.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sniper. (laughs) It's also not even all that, um, oh, my God, creative. Oh, God, that's ridiculous. (laughs) And don't act like we don't live in a place where people don't get killed.
2: (laughs) You fucking have squibs on.
1: And then they're like, oh, you believe that? Yes. (laughs) I've seen the news before. Sometimes people come in and shoot everybody. Oh, and by the way, crawling never helps.
2: You gotta stay Just low. get up and run. You gotta stay low. That's a bigger target.
1: We were talking
3: about the Chappelle show earlier, but he literally did a sketch on that show. It was like a fake prank show where people go in oh, yeah. and like shoot up a bank, <laughs> and it's a prank.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's like a real thing. And yeah, well, well, yeah they actually do it now. <laughs> That's a good one, though. Good work, But
1: why? Because you thought of something. Can you do it to a stranger? (laughs) Not even a friend or a family member.
2: See, people just have to stop signing releases. Then fucking just suing these guys to the point where they can't fucking do it.
1: One of the times when I was a kid, I got in trouble. and uh, My dad had to go into school and talk to all the teachers. And one of them just fucking tells my old man about all the brutal things that I've been doing to him and mocking him out <laughs> fucking with him right so my dad comes back and he's just so pissed off I'm like in ninth or 10th grade and he's like did you really do this to this man did you really do that and I'm like yeah but I was just playing with him and my dad's like you do not play with another human being he's not a toy for you to play with and I'm like oh okay I see what you're saying like, just because I thought of it, yeah. doesn't mean I can do it. You put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> but this is it. Just because you could think, hey, can't we scare the shit out of someone thinking that they ended up in the middle of a gunfight? <laughs> that's still fucking wrong.
2: Oh, it's really fucked up. They bring in a guy that's like on that dude's side trying to save him with a fucking handgun.
1: <laughs> and he's laying there like a pussy while the other guy's being brave. But what if. <laughs> What if this guy just gets up and starts fucking killing people he has every right to he's,
2: uh, cr- he's crying the guy getting pranked. is
1: crying,
0: yes, he was just in a shootout scenario where he could have been where he in his head he legitimately could have been killed, <laughs> of course he's
1: crying. you say, of course, as if that's part of our mythology at all, like you would ever say, "Oh, I was watching this Bruce Willis movie." And they took over the fucking building, and he just started crying. No, he's doing the exact opposite of what you can do in that circumstance. You can't lay there and cry. We know this in our hearts. And now he's done it, and he's being exposed as somebody who did not measure up. Less than a man, if you will. Um, Tom, you're on the Renafade Show.
5: Uh, at my company, we have an ongoing prank. Uh, whenever there's a new hire, we tell them to ask Louie in the warehouse about his sister, the Olympic swimmer. And Louie's the crazy, quiet guy. And when the new hire asks him about the Olympics, his sister, uh, Louie, without missing a beat, goes into, My sister was born with no arms. Who told you that? It is the funniest thing because people pretty much shit their drawers. <laughs>
1: Um, Well, first of all, the no-arm thing is funny. You're not going to get around that. (laughs) (laughs) I used to do this awful thing when I was a kid when people would say, like, how are your parents? And I would do this. (laughs) You didn't hear? And I would just act like I had something horrible. And then I would laugh. And I I would do that to my friend's parents. (laughs) It was the fucking worst thing. It would be like, (laughs) hey, how's your dad doing? And I'd be like... You didn't hear? <laughs> and they would be... Like, I would watch them panic. Freak out. And then I'd be like, no, I'm just joking with you. <laughs> and then they would be like, what kind of person? I thought something <laughs> happened to your father. And I'm like, yeah, that's why I did it. To make you think something horrible happened. Don't worry, though. I must have been fucking sick.
3: Don't worry, I'll have your daughter back by uh, about 3 a.m. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Filled
2: with cum. <laughs>
1: Don't, don't worry, in the ass <laughs> oh, In the ass
2: Thanks, because I'm going to keep her virginal You'd be a good dad, Hicks Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, i take the ass, sure <laughs> Just you know, I don't want any fucking grandkids
1: Her vagina better not be filled with cum when she gets You're going to out tonight? to uh, dinner tonight, Drew dinner, right?
2: Believe Rosh Hashanah, yes, Rosh Hashanah dinner
1: is that the one that you got to dress up for? You got to, like, dress as a zombie or something?
2: I, I think the, this is the one where there's, like, an empty seat for, or maybe That's not. over. oh Look, man, I don't, I don't got them all, my ducks in a row, all right? I'm not sure what the, Jew, well, so the Jews... Well, what's the one that you got
1: to put ducks in a row? <laughs>
2: <laughs> is that Yom Kippur?
3: Just drop a Shana Tova, and you'll be good. Oh, you don't even know
1: why you're going?
2: I just know it's Jewish New Year. That's, what. That's, all. That's a big one for the Jews.
1: Mm. Who are you dating, Jenny Hutt? <laughs> <laughs> Someone said you two were together.
2: Well, that's a fucking dirty lie.
1: Okay, I heard it from Scott. Wait, what? <laughs> so, where are you doing this, out in Strong Island? Strong Island, yeah. Gotta catch the Long Island Railroad out there. Is it uncomfortable or comfortable? Not no, it's you?
2: fine, it's fine. You're the non-Jew. It is kind of weird, because, you know, it's a fucking, all the weird Jewish food. Yeah. And uh I don't know. <laughs> I just always feel weird just fucking about any sort of religious.
1: Is it type more thing. people than just your in laws? Yeah. Yeah. It's like So you're with aunts and family. uncles and yeah, it's yeah, yeah. really bad. Yeah, it'll be fine. You allowed to smoke in the house, so you gotta go out
2: back. Gotta go outside. Yeah. That's really <laughs> weird. Are
1: <laughs> you gonna get to see the ball game at all? Or do they act like uh, no, they, want, they, they watch will football. not watch the game? No,
2: they'll watch football.
1: I can't be Which around nice. people who act like whatever
3: it is is more important than the game. Or ha- They can't turn the TV on, but they'll allowed to have a neighbor turn it on for them. With their elbow.
1: Like Just use your elbow <laughs> yeah. to hit the fucking thing. Some sort Just of stupid. pulley system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking crazy religious bastards. It's like a booby
2: trap to fucking put the goddamn TV on.
0: You can still join the Eliminator Pool and the Pigskin Pick'em Pool yes, on indeed. the Bang. Get signed up. The Eliminator Pool, fantastic prize. Someone who survives the entire season is going to get a football signed by Adrian Peterson. And with the Pigskin Pick'em Pool, that uh, pool champion will get a Ray Rice-signed football at the end of the year.
1: Pool champion. you going to be in this, Jerry?
0: I'm in. I signed up.
1: I hope I don't get eliminated. I just, I'm going to write off tonight. I got to fucking get my bed in. I think I made a major mistake, too, because I think Baltimore is going to be good this year. But I had to do it.
2: There's seven-point dogs tonight. Yeah. It's crazy. You can't do it, man. You can get out. Get out now.
1: No, I'm pick. already in. I'm locked in.
2: Oh, fuck. Come on. Take the Cults. There's no way they're going to lose to the fucking Raiders.
1: Let's guess what team he means when he says the Cults. The Cults. <laughs> the
2: Cults. The Cults? How, how, am I, how am I saying it? The Cults.
1: Just say it tonight <laughs> with the Jews. Oh, the Cults. <laughs> it's getting Julian here. Take off all your clothes. I see all you Jews... I'm gonna take my clothes off. This is
2: remix, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mashup.
1: It's gonna be exciting, though. Yeah. What time you gotta leave the city?
2: I gotta catch like a 420 train. 420. 420. Right? right? Are yeah, right?
1: you taking any art for this?
2: <laughs> no. A little something for the head? Maybe a weed brownie. I got one <laughs> left from fucking the Fog Man. I was saving it. I was like, let's get just. Stupid. I love the Fog
1: Man, by He's the way. He's fucking best. He's just the best. <laughs>
2: He's the shit. So, yeah, maybe we'll eat that.
1: You call that internal blazing still, or are you <laughs> that? It's my internal term. combustion engine,
2: dude. Yeah, I'll pop that, get nice and fucking high on the railroad. <laughs> That's going to be fun. Plus, you can drink tall boys on Long Island Railroad, so that's even
1: better. You can bring that up with the aunts and uncles. <laughs> hey guys,
2: I drank four tall boys by the time I got
1: here. Oh, and I have nothing in common with any of you people. <laughs> can I have another glass of wine? No, I don't know what I've decided to do in my life. It's really just chaos. Could you just stop asking that question? I just run from one chaotic fucking extreme to the other. There's no planning whatsoever. A lot of times I find myself screaming. <laughs> Like yeah, I get to like scream matches multiple times a day with strangers, and that's no bullshit, lady. <laughs> I'm really worried about your sense of well-being. Oh, I'm fucking on top of it. Um, all right, up on the iBang, bang, we've got uh, a clip of Kerry Williams and Riley Cooper fighting at the at an Eagles practice. I just think it just means that these boys are ready to go. They're ready to go now. I see this as a big positive.
2: They got the fire.
1: I think Riley Cooper is going to be called Mr. Eagle by the end of the year. <laughs> and nothing to do with his own fucking field play. That's it. Whoa! Get into that shit. Let's go, boys. Well,
2: that's just for real, man. Yeah.
1: Like Vick's a concerned about everybody. He He's like, be. come on, it's not like we're a bunch of dogs. <laughs> Get it? Remember when I went to prison?
2: Oh, is Vick, good.
1: Mike's like, come on, man. Look, I was in jail, I know what it's like. <laughs> we gotta do this for Chip. Chip.
2: Chip's the fucking man. He was running four tight end sets. He had four mm-hmm. tight ends on the fucking field.
1: Good. Going in each direction. <laughs>
2: this will confuse him.
1: That's a good impression of him, Jerry. I didn't know he talked that way. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's me, Chip.
9: It kind of looked like Riley Cooper was just a punching bag there.
1: Uh, he's <laughs> With his gotta, arms extended. He's got to take some shit. Yeah. He knows it. <laughs> it's like no one's going to be happy if he's actually at the... And then he actually said after... What did I tell you about that? Remember when I told you about him? how they got? Oh, there's better no not, stopping him. Better not catch you in a Chesney concert, son.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he wants to fight black people the one place they ate. That's <laughs> ah, fucking funny.
2: I think Raleigh's going to blow up for fucking 1,200 yards, 17 touchdowns.
1: Every tight end is in the fucking game now.
2: He's going to make fucking Megatron look like a bitch.
1: Um last season I already did that for Megatron.
2: Well the touchdowns are down.
1: Um we got a new game we're gonna be playing in just a little bit called rank rate grade and position. And Jerry Bark is gonna break that in with us. Oh shit. Nice. Let's, yeah. Uh George Zimmerman was pulled over for speeding. Um on the plus side he didn't shoot anybody.
2: Alright,
1: so doing so, gr- good. He's growing as a person. But it seems like he's been, uh, gotten two speeding tickets and something else weird happened. Oh, a gun show guy just starts showing pictures.
2: Yeah, he was buying like a tactical shotgun or something. The wife was.
1: But see, I'm already at the point now where I can barely remember what he did to get famous. And I keep confusing him with, uh, John and Kate plus eight. And Um, I'm like, well, is he still living with all those kids?
2: No, see what he did a black kid pulled a gun on him and he wrestled away that's from not, the- not how Kate. it happened <laughs> no, no just Trayvon kid pulled a gun on Zerman and he defended himself
3: I think he was selling like
1: pirated movies I, guess, <laughs> I can't remember I
2: think it was Skittles he was reselling Skittles
1: that's it that was it you guys don't want any more bagels
0: uh, if
2: there's another everything I'm down
1: Fez you want another eighth
2: no I'm good thank you you sure yeah I'm very very, very sure kid
1: to get up and make it for you like he's a fucking slave <laughs>
2: we got me an everything bangle.
1: <laughs> oh, you get your own? Like you're a person? Well, I'm not a- Why are you moving it over there instead of keeping it back there?
2: I'm going poppy seed.
1: Okay. Poppies will make him sleep.
3: <laughs> Careful, I heard those can make you fail a drug test. <laughs> oh, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not to mention all the other things that he takes yeah. to fail a drug test. <laughs>
2: Join this bagel.
1: They say you should have eight to ten bagels every morning to live a healthy life.
9: (laughs) I got cut down. If you can't get two loaves of bread,
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's about the same amount of carbs. You want two loaves of bread or a bagel? What do you want? Two bagels. But look at Zimmerman there. How he already looks different. Like he put on a bunch of weight since the trial, and he just looks like he doesn't have a job to go to anymore. Like, shit just gets weird for you after you get done with something like that in this country.
2: Well, I think he's treating it like he's on the run now.
1: He kind of looks like a young Hank
0: Williams Jr. there. He's the worst person on the run because he keeps getting pulled over.
1: Uh, Yeah, but I think a lot of people get pulled over, they just don't get the paper for it. I think the amount of people that have been pulled over twice in six months is probably a pretty decent number. It's just the TMZ doesn't cover them. I don't even think he got a ticket, did he?
2: They're just pulling him over to get video of him. Yeah, so they I mean... them him over. I mean, he was doing 60 in a 45. What's the big deal? Everyone does that.
1: Um, that is kind of lame. Rob, you're on the run of Fez show.
5: Hey, buddy, just a quick question. Uh, if Fez has got a boy making his bagels, would they be called Twinkies?
1: Right, you're doing like a gay thing there. I get it. Let's just get this straight. And I'm going to cover for Fez. He has never done a gay thing in his life. Ever. But I am gay. Just let's go by facts, though. <laughs> You've never done a gay thing in your life. So get that straight before you call in and try to fuck with him. He hasn't done anything gay.
2: Not one thing gay? Nothing?
3: No. no. So making out with another man for like 45 <laughs> minutes
1: isn't gay? <laughs> not when, <laughs> not when <laughs> that's just Paul okay. yeah. I know, you're getting Barker fucking yeah. pissed yeah. again. That yeah, was the other day you almost threw up, Barker. <laughs> what had you so upset that day?
9: Um, <laughs> what had me so upset that day... I'll be honest. What had me so is when I was because I was sitting there, if you recall, and mm. then Zito comes in here, who you haven't seen from forever, you know, at that point, and he's wanting to take pictures and stuff, and I, I kind of thought it was exploitive. Um, and that's like, why.
1: That, like that would go against your book. No,
9: no, and I not not in the. But least you were
1: there. like Big J yesterday, like you couldn't even say why you were upset. I was
9: rattled. I was yeah. completely rattled. I mean, it was. I was like, how the. Did this
2: just happen? Aren't you
1: glad we don't have A.J. Dynamite today with him in here? Oh, my God. Because uh, after Big J's fucking meltdown yesterday.
2: I guess A.J.'s an acquired taste. <laughs> <don't know>. Exactly.
1: <laughs> but so, it taught
2: me a lot, that's for sure.
1: What did it
9: teach you? I don't know. I mean, I think when I when I left that day, you you had said to me, you said, look, not everybody's going to like you. You know? Um, and that's, I mean, I think in doing other stuff and having a book, I mean, not everybody's going to like everything. No. And you just got to kind of... Learn a roll with it. Have I was you, concerned that Fez was upset. I was honestly shaken that Fez was uh, possibly upset about that. But
1: if that you time. go by what Fez is upset, you would leave her shaken every day. <laughs> He's always upset. Hey, by the way, have you read any reviews yet that you're like, that reviewer went out of their way to mm-hmm. attack
9: no, no. There's been nothing like that. Uh, it's the, the certain things in the anonymous chat room world that my buddies will send me, be like, "Hey, can you see this guy said this?" And I'm like, "Dude, I could give a shit about right. what some guy with a fake name in a Notre Dame message board is saying." That's the kind of stuff that. And, but it, it, the funniest thing is, it's 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 like my 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 friends or my brothers will be sending me that stuff. Yeah. Like I'll wake up in the morning, and be like, "Hey, I think I know who this guy is." I'm like, dude, it doesn't really matter. You know, like,
1: right. let's just
9: have people read the book. Let's We're just. We're not going to go to
1: this guy's house and get yeah. even with him. Yeah. You should, though. I think I know who the guy is saying <laughs> yeah. bad stuff about you. He's in a Notre Dame chat room, now, I know, where I, his kids go to school.
9: <laughs> yeah. And I think also my 0 for 9 streak in the wild card and divisional playoffs helped a lot because right. the, tw- the anonymous world of Twitter. And the, the, I literally, one Sunday, I'm like, oh, this is going to be awful. If the if the Falcons lose this game or whatever the cover was on that, I'm like, this is I was suck. great, up, and it just rained in on Twitter it's, about what an
1: asshole I was. No. And by the way, those are people who didn't follow your bets and and lost money. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> They're just looking for reasons to fucking say to someone you're a failure at what you do.
6: Yeah, that's the thing about
1: it. It's so funny
9: now. It's funny, and will be funny moving <laughs> forward, but then I'm like, oh, this sucks.
1: No, never <laughs> worry. I mean, people, people. if you're going to be honest about it, people can't pick football games. At best, you're going to hit somewhere around 50%, or else you'd see people living in very large houses, very happy about how great they pick games.
2: Yeah, they work fucking just the football season. And, all right, well, I guess I'll just party for those. And the even some of starts. those
1: professionals that really do it professionally batted about a 57 percent yeah so you know just seven fucking points above it's not all that impressive
2: and they probably put as much work as a job would yeah, oh absolutely at, you know, like just fucking crunching numbers and just fucking researching and god knows what else
1: well look how many people really work hard at fucking at at horses mm. i mean really yeah. work hard at it and they don't come close
2: that's like 52 percent. i think is what you aim for as a handicapper
1: Well, do you ever see any of those things that are like how to be really good at poker? They just suck the fun out of it. You're like, I don't want to count and do percentages. I want (laughs) to play poker with my friends and have fun.
2: No, see, no, you have to fucking be doing it on the fly, knowing exactly, as soon as the fucking goddamn flop hits, just to know exactly if you should fucking fold or whatever.
1: I know, where you're sitting Yeah, has everything to do with it. All right, ready to play this new game? We ready to get it going? Let's do it. You know, for so long, Lifeboat has just fucking just ruled over top of us. It hasn't seemed fair. So now we got a brand new game.
8: After all is said and done, who will survive in America?
1: What happened?
0: I was given the wrong button.
1: Just tell him.
2: 25. Yeah.
1: It's, you know what? It's been that kind of day today. Now Fez is crying. Wait, before you hit it, what's wrong, Fez?
0: That we went over it in the meeting and I wanted it to go just right. What happened? And I hit the wrong button.
1: Did it have a lot to do with when that time Jerry made you feel bad about being gay? When you and Paul were kissing? Very much, yes. You know what I feel like? You're like that Asian guy in the video. The when the bullets started flying, you start crying.
0: That's what I felt like.
7: The world's the number one ranked. ...Fedman's made it into the top ten. Also agreed on their it's second the favorite team. Ranked. Ranked. This is a top six list. Countdown, the 100 most amazing. A top
4: spot in this week's bottom 10 rankings.
7: After a top 10 best list, does come a top 10 worst list. Rates. There were three, maybe four in your first round, but none are in the first round this year, and none are in my second round either. Position.
1: Let's find out
8: oh, if stop. you are the official chart number
6: one.
8: Rank! Great! Position.
2: I
1: bad, because now Shelby and Barker will not make eye contact with anyone. <laughs> no, eye contact's good. And you said you wanted to take responsibility. It was my fuck up. For the I, horribleness.
2: Don't cry, it was my fuck up.
1: Is that true, or are you just trying to cover No, it's
2: my fuck up.
1: Because one of the reasons why they said they wouldn't like Aaron Rodgers is because he wouldn't take credit. He wouldn't take blame for some things that he could have said, Hey, I called that. Uh, and just covered for guys? hmm So are you just covering now?
2: I ain't covering for shit.
1: So I'd that f- makes you the exact opposite of a good guy then. <laughs> <laughs> this was your chance to be a good guy. Um, we got to do a pre-show producers meeting.
2: There was one. But um, maybe my, my mild dyslexia fucked this up.
1: <laughs> Did anyone actually try to hit the buzzer before the I show? I hate
2: it, but I believe I told Fez the wrong number in the morning.
1: Why don't you write, like, rank right on the thing? I did. Oh. <laughs> it says
2: rank. Well, maybe you thought it was like a fucking... That like, says Revis. That says rank. I, I know it says rank.
1: Don't you, take it off. I not remember. Did, I, oh, jeez. And you wanted everything... That does everything not say to, rank. You wanted everything to go good, right, Fez? Just
0: one thing to go right. Just, <laughs> Just one, one it thing this week. It's going to go right. And then it didn't? Nope the complete
1: opposite of this do you think everyone's out to get you or just bad luck um by the way hicks
6: yeah
1: and i don't i don't even i feel like i might have a new jewish holiday uh-huh. i've been smoking this blue the same one for 3 days <laughs> <laughs> Here it's, and at work. This is nic- it just won't stop. Are you saying this is nicotine Hanukkah? <laughs> it's unbelievable. Oh I'm God. finally at the point i got to tell somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe how long this is going on. That's it's pretty fantastic. It's like my life is the exact opposite of Fez. And all good things just keep happening to me for no reason. And I don't even try and good things happen.
2: That's Mr. Stephen Dorf. He puts out a good
1: product. <laughs> That's another thing. Jay was trying to run down Stephen Dorff to me yesterday.
2: No, Steven Dorf is
1: great. He said he looks like an asshole in that thing. <laughs> and he, he goes, "You're smoking a blue. You look like fucking Steven Dorf." I go, "Why is that bad?" Steven Dorf has gotten amazing women over the years,
2: and he was fucking great when he came in.
1: Fucking yeah, I know he was. Fucking- See, that's the thing. Once we meet someone, we want we don't want to hear that they're a dick. No. If Hitler did this show, we'd be rooting for him. Like he was really charismatic. Hitler's got a lot of good things going on. That railroad mean, share some questionables, but... <laughs> Alright, uh, Fez, why don't you hit it again and just... Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. And just when we wanted everything to go good, he thinks that he looks like a dick in these pictures.
2: I think he's enjoying an electronic cigarette.
1: It's more the way he's dressed, I think he's making fun of.
2: The legs are interesting positioning. I bet you think that
5: very... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, now here's the thing. When you make anyone the fact that if someone says something that could be gay and then that's something to laugh at.
2: No, just come on, play it around. I don't, I don't mean
1: it. Um, all right, let's hit it again. Let's really get it started. Fuck Ron Bennington. Okay.
2: I'd not put that on there. Fuck Ron Bennington.
1: All right, let's take a listen to our brand new game.
8: The answer to the ultimate question of life.
1: Never mind. We're not going to do it. We're just going to play the game itself. 45. So here we go. We're just going to play the game. So this is... (laughs) It's almost impossible, right? Even after we went over it. It's... (laughs) I know the reason. He took the sticker off. We told him not to take the sticker off, but he did.
0: I had to show that it didn't say rank. I know, but then you're back doing the five instead
1: of hitting it. We're saying don't take off the sticker. Um, All right, so the way this works, and really it's best explained in a song, but there's no way for us to get that now. We're going to put up, uh, and go ahead and click it. Here are the teams. What are... The greatest NFL franchises all time, and we're going to rank the top one. So, Chris, uh, give off who they should be.
2: The New York Giants, the Dallas Cowboys, the Oakland Raiders, the Pittsburgh Steelers, San Francisco 49ers, the New England Patriots, and the Green Bay Packers.
1: Now, is there anybody that you think should be there that isn't?
9: You know there's one group of fans that wants to be there, but shouldn't be. Who's that? I, the Dolphin fans are probably going nuts, thinking that they, they deserve some spot there, but I, they haven't done anything.
1: I would have thought, because you're looking at all time, that maybe a Chicago Bears, because of mm-hmm. Hallis, or the, well, a, a possibility. The Browns, too. That's not the real Browns. Yeah, The Browns uh, are in. If yeah. the Browns would have stayed in Cleveland, mm-hmm. uh, you'd have a better chance. Um, are the Raiders in this? Yeah. Yes, yes, they are. And they've moved. Yeah. The Steelers didn't move, but they were the Steagles for those couple of <laughs> years during the war. Um. So, we want to play this as a team or one at a time? Like, who definitely, out of all the teams, who deserves to be... Considered the greatest NFL franchise, Chris. You got one off the.
2: I think it's it's got to be it's got to be the Steelers all time. I mean,
1: <clears throat> what are you basing that on?
2: The amount of Super Bowl wins and doing it in doing the seventies and staying relevant. S- and- See,
1: I I think it should be something different than just Super Bowl wins. That's why one of the reasons why I was be thinking about the Bears. I think there's more to a great franchise. Than just mm-hmm. the amount of times that you've won. Um, let's go to our youngest, little Shelby.
3: I'd say the Steelers, but between all those Super Bowl wins and then the next set when they got hot recently, there wasn't that many just iconic players on the team. You sure you had like Bill Cowher and Jerome Bettis really as the face of the franchise, but they kind of really took about two decades off in between
1: there. Look, and I, and and that is part of what happens. You don't win all the time, so this isn't winning as percentage. That's why, for me, I think you've got to put Green Bay Packers out there. They've been there, OG. The fucking town owns the team, and they've got the Lombardi era, which I don't know if anything will ever be that big. Again, because it was at the beginning. Mm -hmm. So you look at the Packers in those days the way that you're forced to look at the New York Yankees from the 20s. You know, (laughs) they kind of started this is what a team is supposed to. Uh, look like.
3: When you think of rough and tumble football, you're going to think of the Lambeau Field. It's probably snowing. People are just going nuts and just banging it out in the winter.
1: Let's even say this. Suppose they started saying, we, A, want to move that franchise, or B, get another field. All of us who don't live there would be like, no, 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 (laughs) no, 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 no. no. (laughs) You can't get rid of Lambeau Field. All really because of Philadelphia's own John Facenda. You know what I mean? Just the fact that you grew up with NFL films saying Lambeau Field, and it, it kind of means something to you. I do think the Steelers have to be at the top of the ra- rankings, too. Uh, the Giants are a really interesting team because, well, what is their Super Bowl record?
9: They're 3-0 and in the Super Bowl. No, or no, 3-1, 3-1, three, one, one, three, three, 3 or no, 4-1, I'm sorry. Yeah, Two with Eli, two in the Parcells era, and the loss with Jim Fossil against the Ravens. So and then you and also
1: one. have pre-Super Bowl, those great, you know, they played in the greatest game, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Let, let's put it this way. If the Colts hadn't left Baltimore and went to Indianapolis, the Colts would be certainly near the top here, too. What about Cowboys. Mm. I don't have it in me ever. I I think it's a sacred thing about the Cowboys. That's
9: that's definitely not coming from you. I I mean, I think we hit on the top three. We know the Giants, the Steelers, and the Packers are in that top three. I mean, the Steelers were awful before they started winning Super Bowls. They were Mm -hmm. very bad. The Giants and the Packers, though, uh, the Giants particularly have been a historically great run organization while they've had droughts of winning uh, before the Parcells years. In between those NFL championships and the Parcells years, they were pretty putrid. But, uh, it, you know, I, I think those are the top three. I mean, I look there, and I look at the Patriots, and I know they've won a lot recently, and I have a ton of respect for the organization, but I don't think they belong there as all-time franchise, the Patriots. Been the I mean, six
1: Super Bowls. Six. That's pretty fucking good.
9: Yes. All, how many, what, five in the last 12 years? I mean, it's like, yeah. an all-time franchise. An well, all us look,
1: I mean, we're looking at the, the, Uh, 49ers are on this list, and most of them are on one thing.
9: (laughs) That is true. They had one run,
2: and they're on the upside now. But but they had Joe
9: Montana, the greatest quarterback ever to
2: play the game of football. Yeah, that organization brought in fucking Joe Cool.
9: That's right. And they had uh, Jim Plunkett, who failed there. and uh, Went on to win two, though. Went on to win two with the Raiders.
1: What does everybody think of the Raiders? Greatest, most fantastic nut has ever run a fucking team, has run that team. Uh,
2: I think they're above the fucking Cowboys, in my opinion. I think they're fourth on this fucking list if we're going in ranking.
1: Uh, we haven't started our rankings yet. I would say this I'm now leaning back for Pittsburgh. I just thought of one thing that's pro for them that it's a city that still puts a running back over a quarterback, which. <laughs> Just is so old school <laughs> that they'll actually start and boo if they think that they're throwing too much.
2: Well, this fucking season, they don't have a running back. It's scary. For Steelers fans.
1: That is you staying pretty quiet. I would Is that th- the button thing?
0: Well, it's still thinking about that. Yeah, it's obsessing on it. I have to go at Pittsburgh Steelers. Over the Packers. I think with the Rooney family it just
1: adds another
0: dimension the Rooney, the Rooney to, their, family's great. to their legend.
1: But what is better? A great family or a fucking city that owns the team. That's amazing. That's more impressive than oh the Rooneys will do the right thing. You know what I mean? Like I think it's fucking amazing that the people there have a sense of ownership with their team I wish more cities were able to do that then you could really bitch on sports radio
9: yeah and I think the Steelers too one of the other things about them as an organization where they had three coaches in 40 something years yeah that's pretty amazing you're ready to move the
1: Steelers to number one then
9: it's tough to beat Titletown and the fact that fans come in and shovel snow That's on a voluntary amazing. basis. That's fucking amazing. So make sure people can sit there. I mean, I, those two are And I think, you know, like the Rooneys, the Maras. I mean, I think you've got to put the Giants up there with the Mara family.
1: They definitely belong up there. The Giants belong up there. And the Giants do it so quietly and without drama. It's phenomenal.
2: There's never anything and bad around them.
1: You don't have Giants fans acting like babies. You know what I mean? Uh, You don't have Giants fans screaming, let's get rid of Eli, because we haven't won in a couple years. Eli could walk down Broadway for some reason and not get bothered in New York. It's hard to believe. It's hard to believe that you could win two Super Bowls in New York City and show up in a restaurant and not drive the place crazy. People would be yelling out if they saw Walt Frazier standing next to Eli.
9: The other thing they have going for them is they have the Jets. Who are so poorly run mm-hmm. and so bad that they? look... I think that really helps they the Jets.
1: They almost give, they almost put the Jets out there to take the yellow journalism. You yeah, know?
9: they look better. I really do think that that they look better uh, because the the way the Jets have run things for so many years, outside of the Namath years and outside of the Parcells years, you know, they might have a little bit with Walt Michaels, but the Jets really don't have much.
1: Uh, Jesse, you're on the Ron Fed show.
5: Hey, Jets, I'm a little surprised that San Francisco
1: has not been brought up in the conversation. San Francisco is all. We did say that they're here. We just haven't got to them. If San Francisco won last year's Super Bowl, which really they came a pass interference call away from, you're looking at a team that would have won six and be fucking six and zero. Oh, and we probably would be talking about putting them right at the top because you can't also- get past six and zero. Oh.
5: They also have some of the most iconic players of, of all time in uh, uh, in Ronnie Lott, in Jerry Rice, in... Uh, I mean, you could name any of those. You're talking about my personal guys.
1: favorite players of all time. Ronnie Lott is my favorite defensive player I've ever seen. Really? Play. I just loved watching that guy play fucking football. Um, They would have been there probably... I would have at least moved them to top two with one fucking win last year. Hmm. Now, the problem is, before those years, there wasn't a lot. The old John Brody years, you know. Uh,
9: O.J. Simpson years in, in yeah. San
1: Fran. And their fans, I'm sorry, you don't feel the same way about their fans, the way the Steelers fans, the Raiders fans, even the Cowboys fans. Uh, let's go over to Sean. You're on the Run Fed show.
5: Hey, Ron, why don't you just take the top four franchises and uh, win loss record for the last 40 years and then. Because the I don't think sure that's gotta- the
1: definitive way. We're not playing what is, who's had the most wins. Then we wouldn't need to rank. We're saying what is the greatest franchise. There's
2: intangibles here, people. Yeah.
1: Just like if you were to own a team now, you'd probably want to own the Washington Redskins before Seattle, just because that fan base is so crazy in Washington. And I think you'd not put the Cowboys as high on this list, because a
3: lot of people do not like Jerry Jones, but as we talked about the Packers being possibly number one for being just the iconic rough-and-tumble team, the Cowboys really started the kind of glam era when it went into more Commercial success.
1: Yeah, it's almost like San Francisco during the 80s copied the the way to live from the Cowboys in the 70s where they act like we're going to do everything first class. We're going to be classy gentlemen doing classy things. Hey, did your wife get those flowers? Good, you deserve it. You're fantastic. They start to treat the hot towel, you know what I mean? Just going out of their way to do the little things. It was very, very much of that corporate culture, which makes me vote down both of those teams. I prefer, I prefer having the fans who come out and shovel snow. I think it's a better, you know, organic way to be.
0: Yeah, yeah, the Cowboys seem, their whole image in America's team, it just seems like you'd just be buying into a sales pitch there. Well, at one time it was
1: in a sales pitch. At one time there was some realism to that. But they've been cruising off of that for a lot of years, you know. But at one time they really were the classy organization and... You know, now they still act like it's happened Even though Jerry Jones is like 500 since, what, 96?
2: Does anyone respect Jerry Jones? Or, or do people just fucking see him as a crazy old man?
1: I see him as Donald Trump. Yeah. I see him the same way. I look at those two guys the same fucking way. Um, here's uh, Steve. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, what's going on? Going to yeah.
5: I like, yes. like Barker's idea that New England doesn't belong there. They've only done it in one generation. They were so bad for so long, and all their wins have come in one generation. But but the only thing about the Raiders, the only thing interesting about them was Al Davis. You know, having, having Al Davis to bring the AFL and the NFL. I
1: think together. that's fantastic, and yeah, that's part of their history. And, and Al Davis is the reason why we're talking about the Raiders. Yeah,
9: and here's a guy who fought the NFL and won in court. You know to move the Raiders you know i mean that's that takes some balls and he did it, and he did win Super Bowls and he he had the the penchant for taking guys who were washed up in other places like a Jim Plunkett and then go win two Super Bowls with him. Uh, he collected Heisman Trophy winners on that team with Marcus Allen, Bo Jackson, Woodson, Tim Brown.
1: Until I mean, his brain gave him out, he did a lot of really good stuff.
9: Yeah, and his scheme worked. And don't the, the bad boy Raiders of the 70s, if it not for the Steelers of the 70s, you know, Stabler a, 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 and that crew, And remember, they
1: were there in the 60s the same way. They won championships before mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. They went to the early Super Bowls. They had a fucking quarterback whose nickname was the mad bomber which you're never going to beat that as a great nickname and then they're there in the 80s once the 90s came around is when he started to get crazy and they have one last fucking run
9: and if not for the tuck rule though think about that if not for they had a couple years there where, where the tuck rule hurt them against new england in in that night game in the snow up there and then uh it was either the year before or the year after that that it was the year before that that Tony Saragusa sits on MVP Rich Gannon in the game. He leaves the game. They lose to the Ravens 13-6. Um, basically a Shannon Sharp slant for 89 yards or something, or else they would have probably gone to the Super Bowl then. So I, I think the Raiders are definitely absolutely deserving to be there. And icons, the Steelers, though, have the Steelers of the 70s, icons of NFL absolutely. and NFL films. I mean, that's steel curtain defense. You know, Jack Lambert, I, I who that dude is football, Yeah, you know?
1: Uh, Pooner, you're on the of Fez show.
5: Hey, Ronnie. Hey, I just want to bring up, uh, in, in the 70s context, which you guys just talking about, bringing up an uh, honorable mention, the Los Angeles Rams. If the uh, Rams uh, don't
1: leave uh, Los Angeles, they're in the discussion. But the fact when you're looking at the Rams in two different cities like that throws you off because we're talking about great franchise. Um, and with the franchise you're talking about, being established with their fans.
2: Consistency.
1: Um, Here's Brian in Chicago. You're on the run of Fez Show.
2: Hey, guys. Let me put down my blue cigarette.
1: I agree with you. Things will never stop.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I agree with you that the Green Bay Packers should be the number one franchise. And just for that case in point, you have to put the Chicago Bears in there, a.k.a. football's oldest rivalry with the Packers. And besides... What other dog shit team that has a quarterback gets national fucking exposure in commercials like Jay Cutler? That just shows you how important that
1: Look, the, Bear, is. the Bears would definitely be there. It's wins and losses that keeps them out of the game. That's all. <laughs> That's the only thing. On every other level, they should be there. So, I think that we're down, in this room at least, where our big debate to start this is... Giants, Packers, Steelers. Am I wrong? Is there another n- name we need to debate for number one?
2: No, that's like the first tier right there. These are the guys are, are will be number one. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Because then
9: I think your next tier are some great arguments among okay. some teams L- we're not gonna like.
1: Let's get into who's number one then. <laughs> I'm picking Packers. Yeah,
0: go pack go.
2: I'm picking Steelers.
3: I like the Steelers. Chris
1: Stanley.
2: You know I forgot that. The Packers let you buy a piece of the team. Yeah. And that puts the Packers number fucking one.
1: So, Steelers number two? We're going Packers and Steelers? Steelers number two.
0: I would have picked, if, in my other one, I would have gone Packers number two. So, yeah, Steelers number two if they're not going to be number one. Do you have a problem
9: with that? For my homeboy on Twitter. I gotta go. Giants number two for Hard Rock Johnny. No, but seriously, the Giants. I'm gonna put at number two because of w- the different errors they've they've they were able to win in and the way they run the organization and they've got the greatest defensive player of all time. That
1: all that makes sense, but they didn't get one single number one vote in this fucking room. I know. I'm being, and the Steelers I'm, got number two. This isn't definitive. Let's move the Steelers to number two. You can physically move these. Beautiful. You can physically move these. So let's just do it. Let's move the Packers up. To number one. Steelers at number two. These are not locked in, Jerry. Oh, shit. Moving everything around. Yeah, we're moving everything around. That's awesome. Uh, that is cool. Let's put the Giants at number three. All right. Cowboys, number four?
2: I'd put the
9: Raiders over the Cowboys. I-, I think you got the next tier. I think you got what? Well, look, Cowboys, Raiders,
0: Niners. I would right? say Niners next. That's They
9: really got a, those three
0: teams. All time? All time. Yeah. Above the Raiders. Definitely about
1: the Cowboys. Uh, I think I got the Cowboys at number four for me. I think the way he's got it, Cowboys, Raiders, Niners, I think is the way that tier should go.
2: I definitely think the Raiders are above the Forty Niners, no doubt. I also think they're above the Cowboys. Fucking John Madden, baby. Fucking guy was the man. I, I think the Cowboys... You know, and I'd love to hear somebody,
9: someone that one of these rah-rah Dallas Cowboy fans throw something out there besides the Jimmy Johnson years and the 70 Super Bowls, because in the 80s they were OK and they faded greatly. And then without Jimmy Johnson, what, Dave Campo, Switzer
1: won with Johnson, guys. Jason Ga- what, uh, all that stuff is true. This is America's team. This is America's favorite fucking team. They invented cheerleaders, the the cheerleader thing. They have the TV show. They've got the coolest fucking helmets ever. The fucking fans are crazy for them. It's big money. It's corporate money. To me, they're the biggest reflection of everything I hate about pro football. But that also has to be there. What we hate about pro football is main is the biggest part of pro football and that's commercials. This is sweets. These are the guys that practically invented. Rich people have a better time than poor people at the game.
2: They should have on this
1: list then. Let's look at at the difference. Chicago, Cleveland, Green Bay. That's old school. It's a bunch of drunk guys fucking sitting on bleachers, blowing out. Blue collar. Think of Dallas Cowboys. It's sweets, it's fucking food, it's hot chicks. What now? Having yeah. said that, uh. what does foot? Which one does football look more like today? The rest <sighs> of football looks like the Dallas Cowboys. They don't look like the old Green Bay Packers, the old Chicago Bears.
9: I, 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 cheerleaders is oddly for me. It's a huge point. I remember I had a playing cards with the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders as a kid. Phenomenally so big, even from a merchandise. Phenomenally perspective.
1: big, where they would start and draw um, people out. But, but really, do you think that when Tampa Bay built their new stadium, they wanted it to be more like Dallas or more like Chicago and Green Bay and Cleveland? They want it to be Dallas. When you buy tickets, you want to feel like, I'm going to go and, and have a great fucking experience. I, I And...
9: For me, you're really downgrading San Francisco of the next tier because I, I think of the Raiders, the renegade style, what Al Davis did in the AFL, his, his rebelliousness in the NFL, and then iconic, an iconic part of the 80s was every white kid in suburbia buying rap music and buying his Raiders hat or a real men wear black t-shirt. Yeah, a- a- And that icon... So you want to move Pop- the Raiders I'm going to go with the Raiders ahead of the Cowboys. Let's move a- the Raiders I know it's up. weak. Right. But- I'm going
1: to move the Raiders up and the only thing I like about it is unlike you guys, Barker cares. Oh, and I he's care. making points, not just yelling stuff.
0: I think the 49ers should move up. The five championship... Well, let,
1: let, let's just go where we are right now with... Um, Let's go down one to Raiders and Cowboys. You don't think, you think you've think you got the Niners above the Raiders?
0: Yes. Yes, the five championships
1: and the Bill Walsh legacy. That's great. All but, the
0: coaches that have come from there.
1: That's great. But again, that goes to show you're not starting this game until the fucking 1980s. Right. These teams started in the 30s. You can't st- suddenly start talking about legacy from the 80s on. That's what the 49ers have going against them. I, I agree. You can't act like, oh, look at the history when the history comes so late into the game. The Cowboys and Raiders had established themselves for 20 fucking years before you're, you're bringing in Bill Walsh. That's the problem that they have. It's more timing than anything. I mean, we're giving, uh, we've got the Giants up that that high, based a lot on the 1950s uh, Giants team. I mean, I know it's
0: still 80s, but I think when you have the greatest quarterback to ever play as part of your franchise legacy, that counts for something more, too.
1: Some of that is, I mean, we don't have Johnny Unitas there. We don't have fucking the Dolphins even in this thing. Was he that much better of a quarterback than what the Dolphins have had? That's fucking debatable. It's only down to Super Bowl
9: wins. Jerry Rice is in there. I mean, Jerry Rice, Ronnie Lott are in there. I
1: love I, them. I think the problem yeah. is they did not get started till the nineteen eighties. Yeah. That's why I don't even. I haven't even brought up the the Patriots yet. <laughs> Just based on when their time was.
9: Uh, the Patriots, to me, are looking like the real stepchild they're, in this they're, group.
1: They're pieces of shit. Yeah, <laughs> now, I mean, again, serious, by like... the way, they win those other two games against the Giants, and they're ranked higher than... You would sit around bitching like, what are the Giants doing there? Yeah, um, that is true. <laughs> here's Sean in Oklahoma. You're on the Ron a Fez show. Yeah, hi. long yeah. listener, first-time caller. you got to
5: go with the Cowboys way higher. The Cowboys have way more iconic players. Uh, they have five Super Bowls, eight Super Bowl appearances. You just can't put them down that low.
1: I mean, coming in at what, do we have them at fifth right now? Fifth. Yes. That's not incredibly low. Every... They could be
5: way higher, though. They started in the 60s,
1: have more wins than any
5: other
1: team out there. Uh, for what you're saying, Cowboys I here. can't rank the Niners above the Cowboys. That's for sure. And I also think that the that the everything that the Niners did was built upon what the Cowboys did, and that, and that means a lot to me. Where you come in and how you change the fucking game—eight uh, appearances—I would have them above the Raiders. I'm sorry.
9: What have they done? I mean, well, I not strengthening the Raiders' argument either there, but you know, since Jimmy Johnson left, it's. It's not great.
1: (laughs) Um, Where they win two after Jimmy Johnson? They won, Switzer won, while the team
9: kind of coached themselves.
1: (laughs) That's unusual. (laughs) I know, really. That (laughs) might actually help them. That may help them. (laughs) That's unusual. Um, Let's go to uh, Kareem. You're on the Runa Fez show.
5: Hello, Mr. Bennington. How's it going? What can we do for you? Uh, I I think it's just... A travesty that you guys are ranking the Cowboys as low. I mean, I know you guys are a bunch of NFC East fans over there, anyway. With you know, Pat's, we've got them fourth or fifth. The,
1: That's not low.
5: That is very low. We have <laughs> the, Where would you
1: have them? The highest,
5: either one or two, easily. <laughs> <laughs> <have> that <laughs> shit. No way. Because. look. <laughs> Forget about the fact that we won five Super Bowls. We've got the best stadium. We're worth more than all of your teams combined. But, but that, oh, that's the elitist. But stuff. See, you're yeah. better than but, us. But,
1: but see, that's okay, the thing. It is not the best if stadium. Sneezes, it's the it's biggest, most expensive, okay. but you're not going to compare that with Lambeau Field. Lambeau Field has the history. How big this it, other stadium is. Is, what, two years old?
2: Yeah. How big, well, how big are the TVs in fucking Lambeau? Huh? And
1: you're telling me if suddenly Seattle builds a floating stadium, that the, that's the best stadium. I'm just not picking up on it.
2: <laughs> the airship they play in? Yeah, that that's definitely makes them the best of all time.
1: All right, so let's take a look at what we have right now. It's the Packers, Steelers, Giants, Raiders, Cowboys, Niners, Patriots. Niners are pretty low.
2: I mean, they're going up against fucking...
1: The Patriots are I don't know too high. The <laughs> Patri- they're too high on that list. <laughs> who, who would you bring in to take out the Patriots? I think, I think you make a great point with the Bears,
9: uh, as yeah. far as an iconic franchise. Um,
1: See, I think there's a lot more to just wins and losses. Mm-hmm. And I think history plays a very big part of it. And, I mean, to me... So much of that stuff is more important than to the legacy of the Steelers than anything else. Just the fact that wherever you go, you run into Steelers fans. I think that's great. It's also true of Cowboy fans. You just tend not to like those people. Like if you have a friend at work that just, I like the Cowboys because when I was a kid, they had Rodgers. You end up hating that guy. I don't know why you don't hate a Steelers fan like that, though.
9: No, nah, you respect. It's funny you respect the Steelers fan and the Cowboys fans because you just think they think they're better than me. And that that caller was, I think, the
1: the epitome of that. Well, his name was Kareem. He should be talking about basketball. <laughs> and
9: uh, <laughs> all right, but I, I, the Browns too. I, I think the Browns they might be lowest on this list. But you got Otto Graham, Jim Brown, and even though those fans, there's Browns backers everywhere.
1: The biggest problem in the world is they move to Baltimore, or they'd be right there in the middle of this. They would be right in the middle of this. Um, Chris, you're on the Run of Fed show.
5: Yeah. Oh, yeah. How are you guys doing today? Good. Hey, uh, I have to say the Cleveland Browns have to be up there, too. When you talk about iconic franchises, we have arguably the best player ever to play the game in Jim Brown.
1: All that's oh. true. You don't have a real. You don't have the real Browns there. You have a cloned weird team that freaks me out when I just look at them. The now Ravens I, are I, the Browns, in my opinion.
5: I agree. I, it's been bad the last couple of years, but we're the only team after a move to get our records back. Our colors
1: back. It's really weird. It's really strange. Like getting a conviction overturned. The yeah. Except for they didn't get the team back. <laughs> yeah, they that's still the haven't problem. gotten the team back. <laughs> you know, that's the difference. You don't really have the history of that franchise in Cleveland. It's It, it was shameful what they did. It was shameful. Uh, Cody, you're on the run show.
5: Hey guys, um, so I'm a big Niners fan. The big thing that you guys haven't brought up, at least while I've been listening, is the West Coast offense and then bringing that into the league.
1: Well, uh, Fezzi made the Bill Walsh uh, fucking point, and that's you know that's who came up with that. And obviously, all of us are think that the Niners belong there. They're ranked what for us right now?
9: Sixth, above the Patriots.
1: But And just
9: a little histrionics on the West Coast offense. It's actually Walsh took that. Sid Gilman is, you know, Walsh didn't just cook that up. There was a lot of Sid Gilman. The word Sid Gilman
1: coach? Uh, Miami of Ohio, I believe. They, they should be in our top fucking teams. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we put this in, are you guys curious about what the rankings are out there?
9: On, on, oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I, Who do yes. you
1: think that, the, that so far the listeners have ranked as number one? Oh, say I, Cowboys. I,
9: yeah, I'm scared to death that it's the Cowboys. Then they're going down below the Patriots. That's the biggest insult we can lay on them.
1: Does anybody <laughs> think they know?
9: I'm going to say they go Steelers and Giants are, are the top two. I don't think there's. Uh, that's what I'm going to guess online. I
3: think people put the Steelers just going for. A lot of championships. You know, those crazy Patriots. Probably have something to do with it.
1: Steelers are number one right now. Oh, fuck. Only Jerry Barca and the guest Shelby know our listeners. Fuck. Number two right now, San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> which proves that they don't really. Have an idea of history. Well, which can fucking... make sure a regular football fan these days. People love Kaepernick. <laughs> After that, Dallas Cowboys at number three, Giants number four, Packers number five. Wow. Ridiculous.
9: Ridiculous. Wisconsin, where are you?
1: Then Patriots, and then Oakland Raiders at the bottom, proving again they don't have any idea about the fans.
9: Yeah. They're just mad about the Darius Hayward Bay first round pick from a few years ago. Well, he's a cult now, so I don't have to worry about it. Somebody's been doing fantasy drafts.
1: Not really. I, um, <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you're on the Renafed Show. I wish we wouldn't have brought hey, that up. Hey, how are you guys going Good. Hey, that list is terrible. People are stupid. I can't believe it. But um,
5: uh, the Cowboys, you, you're talking about history, and they only got started in 1960 and, and sucked until 1970, so...
1: No, not necessarily. I think that those teams did pretty well back in the 60s and from what I understand it was a a big thing about the they played a big part in that whole AFL yeah, NFL war. Yeah.
9: The ice ball was bad. I mean, they were bad when they first started out as an expansion team, of course, but Landry really He came in uh, pretty early on. He was there. He was the, the first and, and he was there as an innovator that took them from awfulness to championship level playing in those championship games against the Packers. So And
1: let's face it, Landry against Bill Walsh, Landry's got more history. You know, he was there forever. They all but named the state when he was when they ran him out of the state. And I, and this is why I hate the people ever even put up with Jerry Jones because he really did run ran, Landry out of there on a fucking board
2: like immediately, right? He, so, he did, yeah, man.
9: He did, and it was what happened was is Jerry Jones and Jimmy Johnson Johnson had just uh, blown each other. finished up. <laughs>
1: minute, <laughs> they blow each other.
9: They were spotted Dallas. at a restaurant in Dallas, and uh, one of the Dallas Morning News guys wrote about it. And then all of a sudden, Jerry Jones, who loves to talk to the media and hold court with them, especially when he has a few drinks in him, um, he uh, he kind of leaked that story out. So Landry actually found out from the papers that he was going to be ousted.
1: Uh, Uh, Someone wrote in, how do we come up with the results on this? The results take a weighted average to come up with a combined ranking, taking every response into account. In other words, I think we're using algorithms. I don't know what that means. Math. I think we're using algorithms. Agrium theorem. Yeah. It's in somewhere. Um, Sine, cosine. Mark in Pittsburgh.
5: Hey, Ronnie. I want to make a play to get the Steelers on your list up to number one simply because of the way that the team started. So when you go back and look at Art Rooney, the entire reason that he had the money to buy the team and his first head coach's annual salary was because of the money he won at the horse racetrack.
1: Yeah, we're all familiar with the legend. Okay, we all watch NFL films. I have the NFL Network, and I sit and enjoy it. I watch a football life in the middle of the night. Sometimes, Alan, <laughs> well, and Danny and Tom was really, really some interesting things happen to him. <laughs> hey, that is a small house he came from. No one in football ever came from a large house. Giant football. Yeah, yeah. it all looks like Barker's back seat driving out <laughs> yeah. to Chicago. All right, I don't think I think we're pretty happy with our list. Now, are we ready to hit submit with our list? I'll submit this. I don't hear anyone say no to it.
0: I would have really liked the 49ers to have been higher than 6th. Well, where would they go? At least above the Cowboys. No.
1: If anything, I might even put them lower than the Patriots. <laughs> 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 what, what's Montana really done? 4-0. They
9: really call him now. Ooh. He was the first Tom Brady, right? Yeah. Please forgive me. I didn't really mean to say that, especially this Notre Dame-Michigan week.
1: You're due to lose to Michigan this week, though. Sweet Jesus I mean, you guys know. just squeezed past Temple. <laughs> they did. It's
9: like first six plays in offense, two touchdowns, and then...
1: By the way, do you go and fucking sing with them at the end of that like a fucking idiot?
9: The swaying thing? Yeah. It was uh, my second game in the stands. Actually, I didn't go to many games in the stands either because I was working. Oh,
1: you get claustrophobic.
9: Stuff. Yes. So, no. But uh, I, I had my kids stay there. My, my five-year-old, like, extorted me for $10 to stay through the fourth quarter. Wow. Um, yeah. I started at five. He went to 20. I said 10 with no whining. It was very hot out, you know? Well, yeah, so, it's terrible. You know, so the we kids stayed. had
1: an awful trip, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. Do they even care that you wrote a book, best-selling book? They
9: do. They're they're excited. They can, And the, even the, the twin girls can recognize it if they see the picture. And, and the five-year-old calls me the book signing man because I get dressed up when I go Best to sign, sign. books. Book signing man. So if he sees somebody in a suit, he's like, there's a book signing man
1: right because <laughs> that's all you know me by I sign books <laughs> yeah, that's, all that's all I've ever done, I've ever done. <laughs> yeah. I go out and sign books so you kids can get what you want you know I'm talking to some people about turning this into a movie mm, I like that it really could be fun the we r- need Rudy in it though We I want to call it Rudy too. that could be done Rudy 2 the puke fest poor Rudy poor Rudy <laughs>
0: And the football pools are open on the com. Go there. Get signed up for the pigskin pick'em pool and the eliminator pool. NFL season starts tonight. Make sure you get signed oh, up I'm on excited. the interrobang.
1: I'm excited. Yeah.
2: I feel like fucking starting a fire. I'm so excited.
1: Go ahead and do it. <laughs> I think yeah. I am. I think I'm gonna still, go- two small fires. But my idea is to do it in front of the fire exits.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hell yeah.
1: That's fucking- always what I do if I'm married to an ex-girlfriend. <laughs>
2: I'm going have to find a gas station. I'm going to be able to shoot some cleaning products and start the fire. I don't know. Got to see what's flammable around here. So we're say, ready to hit. I'm ready to hit submit.
1: i just worry because Fez is not completely happy. Does anyone else think that they should move beyond the Cowboys?
2: No.
3: We no. all have to turn our keys yeah. at the same time. Yeah, yeah. we got to do that.
2: We're launching this fucking nuke. <laughs>
1: Mm. It's almost like it's Twelve Angry Men, <laughs> you know, and Fez is that one—oh, jury number three. Yeah, person who thinks that there's prejudice going down. <laughs> but it's weird that the only place we got in the fighting is between like six and five. It's
2: as important.
1: I think we're ready to hit submit. Sorry, Fez, you can't. You get. Here's the thing, you can't just say your piece and then sit there and hurt. You've got to change minds. That's what you've got to be able to... I think to... five championships uh, is a point all by itself And there. how many of the Cowboys won? Four. Yeah, that's not that big of a difference. you got one team that went their six, one team that went their fucking eight. One team that's been around since the 60s, another team no one heard of until the early 80s. <laughs> even though they had a franchise. And another thing that keeps them lower, no offense, gave fans <laughs> I don't like the way they tailgate. I'm so... I don't fucking think wine and cheese are fucking tailgating. You don't... I've never liked them. I like the San Francisco teams. Always hit at their fence.
2: Charcuterie's great before a game.
1: <laughs> Thank
2: you. What? It is. There's a fucking sommelier on fucking on call in the guy in the parking lot. It's bring a
1: little class into it. They just don't, They didn't have anything happening for half the time of this they had one phenomenal decade and uh, if we sat around and said who's the team of the 80s we would all agree it's the 49ers now the other decades they're probably not on our radar i think if they would have won last year i would have pushed them up uh jake san antonio you're on the run of feds show
5: Hey,
1: buddies, Love yeah. the show. So, uh, Fez, I, sorry, I hate to do it to you, but the Cowboys have five championships, not four. Well, let them hit the big... Uh... Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted that thing over, perfectly. That was a very bad. <laughs> <escalated> really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted that thing go perfectly. And now the we should break is up. We should break. All right right back. It's submit. <sighs> We've submitted. It's, it's submitted. it's submitted. I wish the Patriots didn't even get in here, because <laughs> there should be some debate at the bottom. <laughs> I wish we would have put in the Bears. Yeah. No. I then, think the, the Bears would have hurt the Niners. You know, most people, just their, their lack of memory, I'm surprised more people weren't calling for the Ravens.
2: Just Ravens! just last they year! They won last year! <laughs> Joe Flacco, best
1: quarterback ever. Flacco's the highest paid person. You got the Raven band that used to be the Colts band. That disgusts me. I think if Cleveland would still have the Browns and Baltimore still had the Colts, I'd put both those fucking teams up high.
2: Not going to happen
1: that's no, another world it's another it's universe fucking the ultimate,
2: ultimate universe sliders yeah. are fucking going there right now that's right
1: sliders are sliding their shit around <laughs> there <laughs> wait a minute we just found out that on this planet you're dead <laughs> it's the same thing every on this planet no, you're dead cows eat us that
2: was a great show
1: Thanks. Well, we're going to open up the box and see what kind of nice dessert Jerry Barker brought It's us. a severed head. What is everybody guessing? I'm going to say after last week's uh, disappointment, it going to be cream puffs. Because <gasps> I've been waiting all this time for that to be fixed. Is it cream puffs?
0: I think it's going to be another disappointment and an assortment of cookies. It, carrot cake. I'm going to say it's ice cream, and it's just
2: been sitting out there <laughs> melting the entire time.
1: Jerry, open the box. What's in the box? My wife actually put tape on it. That's so nice. Like, oh, come on. Give me a
6: second.
1: Here. I always had the feeling your wife didn't like us. <laughs> Thank you. No. Like we're bad for you. Like we make you feel bad about yourself.
9: We have some lovely football napkins. Mm. Oh. And from scratch, football-shaped and decorated
1: brownies. Oh! Hash brownies. I love to get high. Yeah, hell yeah. (laughs) All right, we'll break. We'll come back filled with brownies. It's the Run a Fest Show.
8: weight pain when I get some money saved. I like heroin.
1: I like to shoot some heroin. You ever think Perry sits around going I got a new song. It's about heroin. Like the other ones? A little different. This is cut heroin. If he just wrote a song about a speedball, I'd be happy for him. You
2: could just, just start doing Oxycontin songs. <laughs> well, that'd be great.
1: you enjoying your football-shaped uh, brownie?
2: Oh, it's delicious. Thanks, Barker family.
1: Here's the only problem that Jerry did. He didn't bring in his world-famous Jerry Barker skim milk. <laughs> and even Liz that's Fire wrote in about that.
9: <laughs> Is that really? What's going on? I like skim milk. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like water milk.
1: Yeah. Ugh. It's refreshing. I couldn't have whole milk myself. All right, whole milk, man. Come on. Whole it's milk is
2: going to kill you, Chris. Yeah. There's a lot of things I do are probably going to kill me. <laughs> I know, whole but this is the, the worst. The yeah. Whole
3: milk, cream cheese. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <There it is. laughs>
2: a bagel spoon to scoop the cream cheese. Mm. This cream cheese soup is delicious. Love a tall glass of fucking heavy I cream. I think the big mistake down. that you
1: made was putting the skim milk in your Twitter picture. <laughs> I think most people yeah. don't put their skim milk as part of their. Twitter picture,
9: you know you're right. But then I could appreciate the, the, I'm sure, good-natured ribbing that was. uh,
1: What do you do for football food? Did your wife always make you football-shaped foods for the games?
9: (laughs) (laughs) She said she said last time I made those pops, they made fun of them. I'm like, no, that'll be great. So we did.
1: Yeah, because we were like, it's nice. I'm like, look, just eat it off the stick. (laughs) I thought we were complimenting, but I saw she looked like I think I'm being made fun of. (laughs) (laughs)
9: <laughs> so the worst was the lemon uh the lemon squares for fez very tart you know uh, no sugar no lemon, sugar water, that, that made me fez, sure fez
1: actually did a definite things not to do at the super bowl party last year list and having a football and a stick was part of it so is that why she's mad
9: i, I don't know i mean i I, told, I said hey you know it'll be good it's football season i, it's think, it's it's I think it's lovely i think it's lovely but uh, no, I don't get football shaped food at home. Sundays we try and do something. Like what? I don't know. Just try, you know, like, you know, the Italian have a meal together. I know, but something.
1: you don't like to have some snacks while you're watching a game?
9: I do. She'll make like, uh, almost gabadels, like homeless. No. A little no, no.
1: Gabadils. No,
9: that'd be nice. That'd be nice. A little Nokis. Um, oh. But the, she'll do like buffalo chicken balls. <laughs> that sounded, baby awful. That sounded awful. Baby food. That sounds awful. That's
1: baby food.
2: So. But, she should make a food stadium. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Honey, make me a food stadium, the and then I'll, I'll tweet Sunday. out the picture of it. <laughs> With
6: your skim milk. <laughs>
1: skim milk. Honey, it. is there any more skim milk in there? Do you have beers while you watch the game? Sometimes. I'm not that much. Cut rails. Just time. fucking cut rails. Yeah, it's, Mostly no, it's, it's just that. The fucking,
2: that's fucking Sunday,
1: <laughs> Oh, yeah, I just remembered. Hicks is going to be done for us every Monday <laughs> for the rest of the year.
2: That's the fucking best time Fucking just start banging it at 11 Fucking get all nice and soft You mean having sex? No, I'll fucking (laughs) bang in the boots
1: Oh When you said you were banging (laughs) I believed you Yeah, I'm in my third day with this blow Tell your Jewish relatives tonight
2: Okay there's, I've heard of this e-cigarette that just doesn't go out. <laughs> Legend and they're not it. recharging it or refilling it.
1: This is fucking Hicks's father-in-law. If I were a rich no, man, no. here comes Chrissy
2: Chrissy, <laughs> no.
1: You're fucking dancing around the fire. You guys got wagons fucking parked on the edge of town. <laughs> um... Here is, uh... Here's Gemini. You're on the Run and Fez show.
5: Hey, Ron. um, I was just curious to ask Fez a question. When he used to live on the island, he had a set routine with his food. Monday was hamburger, Tuesday was meatloaf, and he would always go to the diner. I was just curious, since he moved off, what does he have now and what's his routine?
0: I have to be very careful because I find myself immediately falling into same old patterns, even though it's obviously not the same places. But I caught myself
1: like... uh, Here's your dirty hands.
0: There's a gourmet catering place a couple doors down from me, and I found myself like really enjoying the rotisserie chicken way too many times of the week, where I was getting stuck in eating the same thing again. Not just once a week, but every night of the week.
1: You know, as long as I have you, Fez, I'll never miss my grandmother. (laughs) They have a nice rotisserie chicken that I enjoy, but Mm. I've been overeating with it a little bit. (laughs) Now, what I also like is a good mallow cup. Mm. Well, that was a good, uh, honest answer. Too much rotisserie chicken. Chris, you suffer from the same problems?
2: Yeah, it's just dollar pizza, fucking four days a week.
1: Yeah, you know, there's a new place called 94 Cent. It's I want a, you to check it out.
2: I gotta fucking find this place, because they're going to put those other assholes out of business. And Chinese food another three days.
1: You should just go over and say, look, I got this menu from the other place. Why are you ripping me off for the six cents?
2: <laughs> yeah, you fucking, is this, you, are you
1: price matching here? Uh, your wife makes great brownies.
2: All right. Thank you. We're still on a stick, though. Mm.
1: Now I like to see her going birth control. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, you don't need to have a kid a year, do you? Are you done now? You want some more? I absolutely do not want more. I I mean, I
9: love my kids. Not that much, though. I love them. They're great. They just kick my ass all the time, you know? Yeah, it's exhausting. But uh, birth control.
1: You know, ever since I saw Anthony's kitten, it's really changing my mind about cats. Have you seen this cat? No. This is the most beautiful thing. Put up. Anthony got this. It's called a Bengal kitten, and it's it looks like a little tiger. Look how pretty that thing is! It's a nice looking cat. Yeah. I know. I found myself daydreaming really about that. I understand this. Yeah.
6: Is there a a purpose to to this?
1: That's a beautiful cat. That is a cute little thing. We used to have this great cat that Fez used to bring in. Whatever. And then he killed it. That's so Mm. sad, man. I like cats. Couldn't that one talk, too? (laughs) Yeah, it said Cookie. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. I would like to teach it to say Brownie. I don't really need those. But whoever would think there's Ant, he'd get along great and love his cat... And, and Fez would hate his cat. You never know.
0: I despise it. I was really worried that I was going to end up hurting it. I was constantly Jesus. throwing shit at it.
1: Christ, Fez, <laughs> you can't say that. Why couldn't you just act like Anthony?
0: Cats are it, lovely. Mine wasn't. Oh. It was just too, it was destroying stuff. It was constantly knocking the garbage over. I couldn't keep cleaning up the hairballs. It was
1: unloved. Here's a loved cat. Here's a loved cat. That's the difference. You got to give animals some love. You treated the cat the way you do the interns. He's actually saying, "Go make me a bagel to the cat." <laughs> hey, get up. You, get out of your chair and go over and make me a bagel. I'm going to sit here while you move. <laughs> like, you see how Ann's loving that his cat is biting at his glasses? Mm-hmm. Fez would have been spraying it in the face with a water bottle no, while this it, was happening.
2: No, he would have fucking just, from what he said, he was going to choking it. And no just,
1: enjoyment. <laughs> <laughs> Stop enjoying! And go make me a bagel! You burnt the steak! Defeats
2: the purpose! Well, <laughs> oh, that poor cat. It's yeah, better off that's dead, I guess.
1: Ugh. Why don't you just give it to Ant? He loves cats. That guy, as they call him over on HuffPo, loves cats. There it is, jumping on a paper towel. Watch this. This is fucking so adorable. <laughs> <laughs> what a silly cat. Look how much joy everyone has at Fez's sound. Don't jump on the furniture!
0: My cat would have just shredded the roll of paper towels. I would have found it all over the house. Stop it.
1: You don't like your cat, your mom, your dad. You don't like Shelby. You're mad at Chris. That that cat right there looks like he thought he was in a log rolling contest. Sign that thing up for the great outdoor games. I know. <laughs> How do you get a cat to look like a tiger like that though?
2: A lot of crossbreeding. <laughs> a Inveraging lot of making it. other things fuck fucking leopards or whatever until they get small enough. Why aren't
1: we doing that with humans then? Then we'll have fucking human beings that look like leopards.
2: <laughs> I don't think the fucking human jizz mixes with the Do you think
1: <laughs> Fed should get his cat back?
2: <laughs> yeah. Well I per I, I like cats. I think cat cat will
1: fucking The day that you came in was your most famous radio show you've had in years. People hated that. It wouldn't talk. Stop it.
3: need a shaman or something to bring it back to life then.
1: Maybe the cat could be over there and fucking help you hit which button you need to hit. So you're not so confused. So you're not always taking the tag off. No, he got a feral cat from the. He got it free. He because he wouldn't go and pay fucking weight for any kind of a cat. You know what I mean? He's like, I'll save a little money and get myself a feral. Then later, I'll bitch about it.
2: Cats like sitting on those um, <laughs> Roomba things, the yeah. robot fucking cleaning thing. It's fun. It's fun for them. <laughs>
1: they have a good time. Yeah. Feds, you have to learn to love, though. You got to put your love there. Not, not just take love. Staring at me like, like he's the fucking cat now. You ever sorry. try to have that conversation with an animal? You think they're almost going to answer you? I always have a dog, and I would just say, look at him, go like this. Just fucking say it. I know it's right there <laughs> on the end of your tongue. Say it. <laughs> it just seemed like they, there's something they almost said. I see him almost leaning in like they were going to say it I go say it motherfucker I won't even tell anyone just fucking (laughs) say what's on your mind that's how it is doing radio with Fez I see him leaning in towards me I'm like what is it he's thinking something oh cat's eating the other stop taking fucking cat videos off that's what secretaries do (laughs) <laughs> this is the last time to get in your pig's uh, skin. Pick them. It's a thousand times easier to uh, win this year. All you got to do is go over, sign up, and win. I'm taking the Broncos tonight. I don't want to wait around all weekend in the Eliminator. I'm getting my Eliminator out of the way. And I would be just as happy is if I was taking the Ravens. I just want to get my bet in. <laughs> I don't even have a fantasy team this year. Neither do I. I might be doing a... I might be in a draft at 5.30. Oh, God. Really? Yeah, I wanted I wanted our guys to get back together. I kept what? waiting for you guys to convince me. Nobody would make a move. Nobody would make uh, a move. I wanted Shelby down with his bargain. Get Johnny back in, we'd be busting each other's balls yeah. Every weekend Leave us like, look at your team P- They're no good, Pips See? Why
2: do you even start him?
1: You're a fucking idiot <laughs> Your You're team f- sucks And you suck <laughs> Yeah, fuck you I want to fucking find where you live And fuck you <laughs> HTG, more like HT Bad Fantasy Team That's the kind of <laughs> shit that I'll do
2: you took who in the third round? That's fucking crazy. <laughs> Why was that guy even still there? Who the fuck are you drafting with? Seriously, though, this is so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> this is really great being mean each other. <laughs> well, how you just trade-rape that guy? Come on. No more trade-rapes. <laughs> no more shit-talking.
1: Let me go over the Rackham game and see if it's changed at all anymore. All right. Uh, and then we'll put it up the way it's going down. Uh, Steelers, number one. Giants, now number two. Mm. Packers are at number five. They don't have a big fan base. They don't even have a city. People don't know history, Jerry. That's what annoys you. You should have done it with college teams. Everybody would have just picked Alabama. Roll Tide. Based on the last few years.
2: Nick Saban, greatest fucking college football coach of all time.
1: It's not even the greatest college football coach in, in in Alabama's history. Yeah, Do
2: you know
9: Alabama. They got twelve regular season games this year. They have seven home games, seven home games, one neutral site game, and they've got like Georgia State and some other high school on their schedule in those twelve games. Saying it's rigged. Uh, ton of respect for Alabama. Great team, great program.
1: But, but here it comes. But here it comes.
9: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, but come on. That's not really a gauntlet of a schedule to get through. I know the SEC is the best ever.
1: The best ever. Uh, they got everybody out there.
6: You that they tag. got <laughs>
9: half an NFL. I think they have, what, 16 teams in the SEC? So they have half the NFL yeah. in there? They're not all playing each other. You know, It's crazy. Nah. Nah. But big college games this weekend. Florida. Florida-Miami. For the first time in a does while, does anybody
1: care about Miami anymore? Though Al Golden
9: might have them back on track, and what is it, Duke Johnson is the running back there, mm-hmm. who who should be
2: very good. It's a good name, at least Duke Johnson.
3: I like Duke. Fucking Miami,
2: things. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna fuck. Go down there, see if I can get a piece
1: of that. Go down and blow. <laughs> All right, let's play this game. If you're going to blow any college player,
2: <laughs> it's Johnny football, obviously.
1: Right? Am I alone? He wears here? a condom on his arm. <laughs> Boy, does ESPN hate him. They have now decided this year he's the worst person ever. That's
2: why we should all love him.
1: The guy from the fucking Bachelor, whoever that guy is, was uh, just sobbing into his mic <laughs> about how Johnny Football's destroyed college football. He's he destroyed he's it. bigger than the game.
2: Johnny Football's destroyed Okay,
9: sure. Well, I, I love you. A couple ESPN analysts this week um, talked about how they grew up watching the Notre Dame-Michigan rivalry and how, because it's going away. How do they... Notre Michigan, didn't play from 43 to 78. There's no possible way they grew up watching that.
1: I oh, like what so. you're saying. They're fucking liars over there. Jerry Barker take it on ESPN. <laughs> Burn that place to the ground.
2: <laughs> Go off to Bristol and start lighting it up.
1: Is that, is that Johnny Football's chick?
2: Yeah, it's his lady friend.
1: God fucking bless him then.
2: Johnny yeah, Football does very well for himself in his professional and personal life. I, don't, I think it will be interesting if he can own all this and still
9: be the man and still produce on the field that'll be amazing. He just did
2: last fucking weekend, didn't he? And think
9: look who Rice?
1: Yeah, I thought he looked pretty I mean, terrible, too.
9: Nick Saban has a week off to prepare to play Texas A&M. So that's next Saturday, not this Saturday. I side, will be on.
1: watching that fucking game. Oh my
9: gosh. Yeah, that's going to be that's the one thing in the way of Alabama having a perfect season last season. It's going to be incredible. I think Bama's going to get after him. I've heard time. from
1: the fans that it's all they're thinking about, that they're tossing and turning, thinking about it. They were actually talking about it during the Notre Dame game. They're like, fuck this game. Let's go back and beat Johnny Football.
9: I'm sure they would be. I mean, that, that, that's something to have on their schedule for sure.
1: Um, the Pope does not want us to bomb Syria. But the problem is, he won't tell us what he wants us to bomb. So,
2: how <laughs> are we going to know, Pope?
1: Yeah. You can't take one away without giving another.
2: I guess he would say rich people, since he's all about the fucking poor. He's all about fucking helping poor people, this
1: new pope. But you ran out of steam, Mom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> you thought we were all going to answer back, and we just looked at you? Bob, he, rich people? Yeah, that's who, he, that's who he doesn't like. Bob Beverly Hills, then. <laughs> Light him up. They're not expecting it. They don't have any defenses ready for us. Whatever. We're going to get out of here. I keep thinking that today's Friday. I'm so fucking thrown off by the new schedule.
2: It's Thirsty Thursday.
1: I am thirsty, too. Uh, what, we got anything else? We got a plug? Uh,
0: just make sure you get signed up for the Interobank Pigskin pig Pick'em and Eliminator Pool. This is the
1: end of this. It's done. That's it. In a couple of hours, it's done.
0: And I will live chat on the Bank tonight during the opening game of
1: the season. I thought you had something to do tonight.
0: No, uh well the game starts at 8:30. Uh so I'll be in the I'll be back in in the room by 8:30. All right.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> so you'll be back by 8:30 for your 8:30 appointment. Yes, I will. Sounds pretty on time. <laughs> Sounds perfect. Oh, I forgot to tell you I won't be able to start the show until 11 tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope that's not a problem. It works no. out perfectly. I can't get here until Sam's done. <laughs> so this would help out a lot. If Sam could just stay to the end of his regular show, yeah. then I will be ready to go.
2: I'll see if he can swing it. I'll shoot him a text.
1: Mm. Well the important thing is this, Chris. Yeah. Everybody gets along. You and don't yeah, wanna yeah. do your fire fest? Uh yeah, yeah, I did, but
0: I don't think I don't know if we have time now. But I would like to, yes.
2: Two minutes. It's the five. On this is the
0: five. On this was the five Super Bowl follow-up failures. Teams like that could definitely be in the ra- that where the Ravens could be going into this season, winning a Super Bowl, and then not even making the playoffs the next season.
1: I honestly feel like the league is set up for that now, though. We were talking mm-hmm. about that earlier. The league, I don't think, wants teams to win three out of four years. They want everyone to get a chance. <laughs> it's not, it's not the same way work. that they send the Super Bowl everywhere yeah. now. Is the same thing that they want to do with teams. By the way, what do you think is going to happen when New York having a Super Bowl? I
9: think it's a. I think it'll be okay, but it won't rank where other places are because where you'll hear the most most criticism will be from the media who've been to all these Super Bowls and they'll have it to compare with. And I think going back and forth through the tunnel mm-hmm. to the city for the big events and parties to the that? venue, it's it's a struggle. I mean, it was to happen with the Final Four when they held it at the Meadowlands in nineteen ninety six. It was. It's not been back for mm-hmm. a reason.
1: Yeah, you're right, because it does not make it easy to get back and forth. And it's a, if you're going to go and do this thing in North Jersey, you got got to have the parties in North Jersey. It's crazy to act like I'm going to go back and forth to the city.
9: And that's without weather. If the weather's bad, then that's another thing. I mean, when Detroit hosted the first Bengals-Niners game in those sub-zero temperatures out there, Detroit didn't get a Super Bowl until they built a new facility uh, you mm-hmm. know, just a few years ago when the Steelers played the Seahawks,
1: and, and that was any, a big reason. Yeah, any Dome team or Southern team that has to come up and play, it's honestly not fair. But it is football. It wa- that's the way football used to be. Yeah. It's not anymore. Matter of fact, I don't even think most of the games look as cold as they used to be. Most of them are in
2: domes. Huh? Most of them are in domes probably, that's why.
1: Yeah, playing in Miami, I mean playing in Minnesota used to be insane. No more. Mm-hmm. Anymore. And now the Cle- Cleveland doesn't make the playoffs. You know. Yeah. Remember that one year the guys fucking ear fell over?
0: The with the, uh, with the fi- uh, first up was the Denver Broncos, back-to-back Super Bowls, they lose John Elway and then have the worst Super Bowl defending season ever, going 6-10 and after handing the team over to Brian Greasy.
1: Well, it's also expected, you know, when you lose the only quarterback that you've had for what, 17 years up to that point? Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. The other problem was that Terrell Davis got hurt in week four. So they lost both their big guns. They lost guns.
1: The, their offense.
0: Yeah, they lost the entire thing, ended up going 6-10. and ten.
1: Yeah, and Davis was really responsible for how, them getting into those both the Super Bowls anyway. He was phenomenal then. Yeah, I wish they'd do a football life on him.
0: The Niners uh, winning Super Bowl sixteen go into a strike season, a nine-game strike season the next year. Can't win a game at home, even though they still have the core group together. Go 3-6 and six out of the playoffs.
1: That uh, seems like the, a worse season than the other one that you're talking about. 3-6 really sounds bad. Yeah. Especially without win- being
0: able to win at home when you're the Super Bowl champions. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Just the disaster after a dominant Super Bowl win. And that whole thing could be taken back to their, their next season on Week 5. When they blew, I think, the 35 14 lead over the Colts on Monday Night Football.
1: Well, the thing is, their coach didn't, the next season, didn't get the opportunity to steal everybody's playbook.
2: Exactly. I mean, it was a fucking, the fix was in with that fucking thing.
1: It was. That was the most fixed Super Bowl in history.
0: And the team was just in disarray. Everyone got hurt. Uh, Keyshawn Johnson was actually deactivated because he was still arguing, screaming at Gruden on the sidelines. Gruden was fighting with the front office. The whole thing was a disaster.
1: Oh, well, you won the year before, though. I never feel bad when I'm coming off one. Like you know, they're partying the whole winter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Redskins they won their Super Bo- uh, the Super Bowl twenty two with Doug Williams. Came back for the next season. That season was also affected by a strike, so it was a game short. And then three weeks, I think, were played with uh, replacement players. But they could not get back on track and well, everybody the was actually
1: Wasn't everybody surprised when they even won with Doug Williams? Kind of a shocker. Mm-hmm.
0: Beat one of those Buffalo Bill teams, I think. With Doug Williams, they beat the Broncos. I think
1: the Broncos. The Broncos yeah. wins, I
9: think they had like a 35-point yeah. second quarter.
1: Yeah, after he got his leg hurt. He gets his leg hurt in yep. the first quarter. They pull him out. He comes back in and has like five fucking TV, TDs in the second quarter. And then shut down the rest of the game. And Mark. then,
0: finally, uh, the Oakland Raiders win Super Bowl fifteen. The next season, they go 7-9. and nine. Plunkett, who was the MVP of Super Bowl fifteen, Al Davis is already trying to shove out the door and bring in their new draft pick from BYU to take over. And they never got rolling. 7-9 and nine and missed the playoffs afterwards.
1: Plunkett never had any respect. Won two Super Bowls, never went to the fucking Hall of Fame, and his parents were blind. Shit. Can't win. Uh, your last chance is to go over and sign up for the Eliminator. Go to the iBank for this. Uh, Jerry Barker, we didn't plug your book all day today. It's something we should do when Jerry comes in, Fess, because it's fantastic. Did you read it yet?
0: No, I haven't read it yet.
1: No. Oh. You being a Notre Dame fan, I loved it, I never got into this. You changed my life when you said a great game doesn't mean that everything went perfect. That was one of my. That was one of my favorite things in the whole book. I've tried to get my guys to discuss that a couple of times. That the imperfections of a game could make it the great game. Plug it.
0: Uh, Jerry Barker's book *Undefeated* is available in stores everywhere and on
6: Amazon.com.